Gandhi in the chat. Shout out my girl Marissa for keeping a nigga fresh, you dig? I'm shouting out Marissa Mendez right now. She knew me for like 10 years. And Marissa, yeah, she was right on the money. Marissa Mendez is here. Oh, this is Marissa right here. This is the reason why I'm flying at all you niggas. You understand? This is my dude. This is Marissa, man. The Taylor gang that died, we don't even gotta say shit, because Marissa explains it all, and you do know that. We're good? Yeah. We're recording right now. Do you want to plug in the incredible headphones that you Hel- have on a pair no, of headphones? No, no, no. Hello. I'm talking. I'm talking. Hello. It's Marissa Explains It All. I don't know what episode we're on. I'm also slightly drunk, so I'm just going to put that disclaimer slightly? out immediately so that anything I say can and will not be held against me. Um, That's not how any of this works. No, it's not. But anyway, it's me, Marissa. And guess who I have with me? I'm too drunk to think of a cool like intro, so you guys just do it. Go. Me, Tune, hi! OG Squad, yes! gang, 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 gang! And then you already heard him, but here he goes. It's your boy. Nope, that was bad. Jamal. You need to bring that energy up. Yeah, please, thank You're you. Right. I was the, trying to, the, I don't know, the, I was trying to come in. Greatness. Hello. Okay. Well, well then, I guess. And we have Alex here too, who's on the camera, but he's also going to get on the mic. Yeah, we can't hear you. This could either be really you. bad or really good. I don't know how this is going to go just yet. This we're yeah. going to get really transparent because we're in a very, very happy place. So we are. I think it's going to be good. So here's the backstory. I'm in New York for the weekend. As I told you guys on last week's episode, it is Carol's birthday, so I was very happy to surprise her. Shout also, out, Carol. Shout out to Love Carol. you. Um, I'll, we'll talk about that in a second. It was like the dopest moment of my life last night. And then it is also the one-year anniversary of Parker's passing. Much so love to Parker. do some family stuff this weekend. And... Um, the first part of this trip was like uptown New York City, North Jersey vibes. And so I hit the squad up and I was like, I'll be here. Let's do this. And so here we are. We met up at Dylan's Candy Bar first, my favorite place in the world. They weren't that happy with it, but I was happy with it. That shit was like a fucking teenager (laughs) threw up in it. It was Dylan's Candy Bar, so much sensory overload. It is. First off, there were six people in the fucking restaurant. And there were 13 birthdays. <laughs> what kind of monkey shit goes on? Where, like, and out of the six people, five of them were under five. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there were, like, kids' birthdays. There was a woman walking around with two bottles of bourbon in her arm. Though she time. was kind enough to hand me one and let me fill up my own cup. Shout out to her. Yeah. And she gave yeah. us free shots at the end of the night. Yeah. Um, but it was a vibe. Yeah. But so we had It was to weird this. that the kids were drunk, though. That made it, it. They were just on... They were one. playing actually a weird game. Um, it was one of the girls' birthday. I'm assuming that it was her parents that was with them. So it was about like eight white kids. They looked all really rich, and their pa- and the parents, the two mom and da- the mom and dad looked really rich too. Naturally. So they played the yeah because Dylan's candy bar is like Upper East Side vibes. They played this game where they went around the table, and each of the little girls were supposed to say like, "My name is." Then they make up a name. I'm married too, and they make up a married man's name. And then they say, like, their career path and uh, what town they live in. I appreciated the transparency when the seven-year-old said she was a trophy wife who gets drunk all the time. What are these parents teaching their but kids? You know what, like, again, it's so, that's an elitist to settle, game. So I'm to settle. About it. That's what they're teaching. I'm thinking them. about it, though. Like, I judged it when we were sitting there. But, like, that was what MASH was. We used to play MASH, remember? And you would do it. Like, it was, like, mansion, apartment, shack, house. And yeah. then, like, you did the little round table and you landed on stuff. So, right. essentially, it is the same thing. It is. But I'm so political. When I see, like, little rich, privileged yeah, white kids, yeah, yeah. I'm like, 
already offended. Yeah, same. I was like, wow, you guys. That's political. That's not racist. I don't think it's like, a little bit of everything. It's, yeah, it's like it's, it's political the word that you use for yeah, that. But that it, feels like more... I'm also partially white and I felt away, so is that considered racist at that point because we are of the same race halfway? I just appreciated that the guy with the rape mustache was serving them birthday cake. Like little weird. And then like, fucking Jamal told the waitress that it was my birthday. You're and welcome. so then I also welcome, got That's because I care. <laughs> but let me tell you how fire that birthday cake ice cream is at Dylan's. Free dessert bar. because I'm a friend. It's on 60th and 3rd. If you guys ever want to go and say it's your birthday, I promise you, you will love the birthday cake ice cream. Like, best thing ever. It's not even, because I don't, um, as much as I collect cupcakes and, like, things of, like, like colorful food fake items, I don't actually like to eat any of them because they are overly sweet and decadent. This birthday cake ice cream is, like, the perfect mix of, like, not too sweet and disgusting, but, like, really just good and they don't give a fuck it's not your birthday literally because my birthday is july 27th and today is march 9th yeah and the reason i know that is because the greatest rapper of all time died on march 9th word to cannabis oh and let's talk about that great segue thank you um biggie 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 can't can you see? see oh my god i was watching the um death row um chronicles documentary that was on bt don't you're welcome within you're the last welcome. couple of weeks and uh-huh. did you guys get to see that no because i don't watch anything okay really really good basically also they asked me to be a part of it and then never followed up so i'm boycotting uh, <laughs> that's so yeah fuck that. yeah i can't even go on <laughs> but just really quickly i just wanted to, to, to mention that two people came on camera mm-hmm. and basically gave up who they believe Killed Biggie and um, Tupac. Hello. Um, but the reason why they haven't been prosecuted is because they have immunity. And basically, we know that from this documentary, their deaths were all gang related. Mm. And um, I just want to say really quickly, like, <sighs> that was like truly a loss of talent for no good reason. Which one? Both of them. Like, <sighs> Okay. I don't want you to piss off any Tupac no, or Biggie no, no, fans. Gonna, no, 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 no. But like, yeah, no, if, if, if if this documentary is true, and I, I like, wish death on no one. I wish death on no one. No, Absolutely. but like, but in terms of what of has gotten lives, in terms of what has gotten revealed, based on what this documentary is projecting, right. like that was just a waste. But musically, we lost a great talent. We did. We lost a great talent. We lost yes. two. Musically, we lost a great talent. Um, I feel like we're gonna get politically incorrect, mm-hmm. so let's just segue out. Right. I, I agree with you, Tune. Okay. Yeah, no, no, I absolutely agree. Musically, we did lose a great talent, and that's unfortunate. Sidebar for my mom. She just texted me right now at 10.56 p.m., which means she's awake, which is weird. Peace to the queen. We're on the East Coast, so that is her time. She said, just saw your old buddy, Joel Santana, attempted to go through security at Newark Airport with a gun and fled when it was detected. Duh! Exclamation point. Uh-oh. Thank you, Pam, for that. Shout out to Pam to be <laughs> being all up in the culture and what's going on. LOL. He real is what I'm going to respond back. He real. Um, so speaking of text messages, I was talking with Biggie Sun earlier today about some content stuff and like doing some like things. Obviously, like we have a relationship because of Revolt. I work at Revolt. He's Big Sun. Cool. So as we were talking earlier... I wanted to acknowledge the date because it is, in fact, the day that his father passed away. Yeah. But he's so far removed from it that I didn't want to say, like, prayers to you. I actually believe his, 
Was it, did his father die before he was born or like right when he was born? Right. It when was he, just he was young. He was yeah, one or something. No, he couldn't have even been one because I believe he's like only twenty, and today was twenty one years since Big died. So he's a baby. But man. he's it's right there, like wow. right whatever. So I don't want to say like prayers up because like you know he's not sitting home crying today. It's more of like a today's a dope day for me type thing. Like today's a day that like, let's really celebrate my father who has an amazing legacy. Right. But I also didn't want to say like happy Biggie day. Cause that's also strange. It's weird that people celebrate the death the way they do. And they don't celebrate his birthday in May. Um, Revolta's. We actually have that day off as a, a real holiday. In the oh, company, good shit. Which is fire Two well. artists that they ce- celebrate the deaths and birthdays of is Biggie and Aaliyah. Yeah, that's mm. facts. Cause literally I feel like it's been the same exact way of like, good fun what's fact, our social too. media plan? What's our whatever. But so, I didn't want to say happy big day either, but I did want to acknowledge it in some way because I don't want to talk to you and be like, yeah, I don't, I don't realize it's your father. Like, I know that, yeah, yeah. but I ended up saying nothing because I couldn't decide on like, what was the appropriate thing to say in that moment? What would you have said, Mom? Yeah. Like, really what do you words. say to that? Uh, just ask him if he has any plans for the day. Like, you don't have to be weird about it. You're All right, just, Mom. We're not, we're not, we're done here. You're, Stop it. Oh, <laughs> thought you were momming me. Uh, no, you just ask him if he has plans for the day. Just like, hey, you know. What you got going on for the day? No, today is, you know, maybe a major one on your calendar. Do you have any plans for today? You don't have to. But he, we were already talking about his plans for the day. so. It, oh, it so then, yeah, you don't need to say shit. It's okay. Like, like, so it's like. Our, like you partying and your dad yeah. died 20 years ago? Like, that's not. <laughs> 21. 21. 21 years, years ago. ago. Yeah. See, and he's what? 19? I think he yeah. So I'm, I'm <laughs> saying he's yes. like 19, 20. So I don't even I mean, he's obviously, he was if out his of dad died 21 years ago, passed, he's obviously not right. 19. I'm going to actually Google that. They did not recycle sperm to make him a thing. But CJ Wallace birthday. He might be 20, maybe 21, possibly 22. Right. But like, you know, he's not. Yeah. The nigga's not torn up over it. He's not canceling plans. Birth of the day. All I due mean, respect. You don't, you don't know what he's feeling. That's he was that born my... October 29th, 1996. I think Big died uh, 97, right? Yeah, yeah like All March. Right. So he was months old. So he has zero recognition. Hey, recollection. you remember how you felt when he passed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, October to November, November to like, I think he was five months old. What were you thinking when all that happened? Wow. That's crazy. That's crazy that it'll lose your father at five months old. Like, you never yeah. even got... Because, like, my, um, my grandmother... On my father's side, she was. I was one years old when she passed away. Mm. My dad always says, "Like, oh, she was waiting for your one year birthday. Like, that's what she." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, "Okay," but I have zero connection to that. And yeah. I do have a couple photos of her holding me, which is super cool. But like, literally zero recollection. And I remember things from like couldn't even talk. Like, I, I specifically remember, and I don't know why, but like it was a Halloween, and I was in my crib in my grandma, my other grandmother's house. And I remember, like, everyone being dressed up, and I was mad that I wasn't with them, so I threw my bottle out of my crib, and they came and got me out and Mm. brought me to the living room to be, like, fine, you can, like, hang out with us until we leave to this holiday party or whatever. But, like, I I very specifically remember where my crib was placed in the room, all these things. So I do have, like, really early memories, but my grandmother on my father's side, I have absolutely nothing of. So what's crazier, having limited recollection or having everybody have? significant memories yeah. because for him yeah, like five months worth of memories probably not a lot like the he's probably got more of biggie than his son. yeah yeah and he's probably more tethered to or he's probably hears more people being tethered to the thoughts of his dad and all their memories but to me that's cool that's cool to me because like um recently now mind you like when my grandmother passed away like 
I mean, she's always been like, my dad's always been like, yeah, my mom, but like, there's never been like no real story or connection to her. And then recently, so in California, my only relative is my aunt Jenny, who's actually my dad's aunt. So she's my great aunt Jenny or Mm -hmm. aunt. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's my grandfather's sister. And so she just recently told me like these stories about my grandma Annie and was like, I actually have a whole videotape of your grandma Annie and your grandfather and your dad. And your dad doesn't want that tape. He doesn't want to see it. I guess it's like, it's like hard for him. But um, she was like, you know, and your grandmother was like this tough cookie. And she was like telling me stories of like, because my aunt Jenny's like a prankster. Mm -hmm. So she's like, I used to joke with her. And then she gets so fucking mad at me that she wouldn't speak to me. And she had this fucking attitude. And I'm like, wow, I think I'm just like my grandma. And so like, to me, that was like, and this is literally a month ago. I'm 30 years old. That was the first time I finally felt connected to my grandmother. Like Mm. I've never in my life before those stories felt like I had anything because I did not know anything about this woman right and for her to finally be like she was a tough cookie she had a fucking attitude mm-hmm. she hated people she hated hugs I was like oh my gosh wow. I am my grandmother yes and Damn. like um back, back yeah and like back in um last year when I really started reading this book from the psychic that had come up to hot 97 right before I left or whatever and she's all about this whole like you don't just have a guardian angel. You have a whole team of angels and it's like people from your past lives, people from your current life that passed away. It's like archangels or all these people. So in my mind, when I, when I, or not my mind, but in my whatever, when I would pray every morning, I would pray to like, Oh, thank you team. Like, grandma to my uh, grandmother on my mother's side who I was always close with but I never really spoke to my other grandma because I I would I would pray for her I'd be like you know please send my love but like whatever so now I'm like yo she's probably actually like part of my team of angels like if Mm -hmm. she's like this like Mm -hmm. much like me I feel like yeah I feel like she's probably right over me and then I felt guilty like damn I should have been talking to her all these years but I had no idea that me and her were one in the same Um, yeah like I'm like a a derivative of her so Mm. now like I talk to her too and then um like a month ago I was like talking to like this Puerto Rican dude and I really thought it could have been a thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, I prayed to her because my grandfather is full Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, Grandma Annie, I know you married a Puerto Rican. This guy's just like him. If you could give us your blessing, please. I think it's going to work out. It definitely did not and work out. And then an earthquake hit California. Yeah. <laughs> so, that lets you know exactly <laughs> what. Yeah, so, that it definitely you know was <laughs> not the vibe. But it's just so funny. Like, I, like I was like, come on, Grandma Annie, let's do this. And she was like, yeah, nah. nah if this is supposed to work out, give me a sign. <laughs> and she was Two like, things. <laughs> so... <laughs> kind of sidebar but do you think our group of angels like are there when we're masturbating yeah i think they're always there but that's disgusting and i do think they probably like let me just like take a little like let's close the window while they have their private moments oh yeah like when we're fucking or masturbating or whatever yeah because they're like watching us yeah that's they're probably not watching like every you just took all the steam out of a beautiful moment that's what we're talking about grandma annie (laughs) this is like okay i'll bring it back i know she's watching over you but you think no, she's I know. Our angels are here. Chris Brown's baby mom just followed me on Instagram. We're basically best friends now. But go yep. on. <laughs> so it's been a while. Um, really quickly, we don't have to stay sad forever. My father passed away last year. And wait, yes, we're, I wasn't even a part of this moment. No. I know, no what? one was. You didn't tell me anything life of was, this. Life was tough last year. Wow, oh my I god. No so yeah. So background story: My father wasn't a part of my life. I got reconnected to my sister. Um, on his side on his side yeah Yeah, he had children with other women or his wife whatever and um got reconnected with her she told me that our father was very very sick in jamaica 
kind of warned me that, you know, time was like of an essence. Right. And I didn't really make a priority of mm. going to Jamaica to go to go visit him. I think he died about maybe two months later. And immediately I thought like it wasn't going to impact me because he wasn't a part of my life. But now it's about six, seven months later and I'm feeling like, oh, wow, like, like, okay, the real deal, Holyfield is like, I'll never have a fa- a, mo- a daughter father relationship, relationship even as an adult you know what i mean like that'll never happen well and you don't consider perhaps and again because you're so like we're so much older mm-hmm. like you're never gonna get like that whole childhood experience obviously i wasn't seeking the, the childhood experience i think i kind of fantasized in my mind that once we got got reconnected we would have We'd a relationship have with, as an adult so do you think that with the man that you end up with perhaps his father would honestly step in and be that for you if you if 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 his parents are that mm-hmm. real and it's that kind of connection. I surely hope so. Like, there's really a possibility yeah. you still How have that chance for have? that. We had very little interaction. Last okay. time I saw my dad, I was 14. Wow. Okay. And um, did you go to the services at all? Did you fly didn't out? Didn't do okay. anything. Okay. But to your point about, like, learning things about your family member that you never known, I learned things about him. He was in a reggae band, you know. Cool. He, um, just a very, very artistic individual, very free spirited. And I, and I can see how I get that from him. Yeah. But, um, to the point of like Biggie's son not really having his own experience with his father, I feel like, like when my family talks about my father, I don't relate to what they're saying yeah. because I didn't have an experience with him. So it's like, oh, these, these stories are cool, but. You know, it's kind of like a, it's like a myth. It's like a fiction. It's like a yeah. fairy tale. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I feel like to Jamal's point, it's like, it's kind of unfair. Like, you know, right. you know, being you have son. all these experiences yeah. with my dad, but I don't have that. And that's, and that's like, my dad. That's me. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, you know, in time I'll make peace with that. But um, the good thing that has come out of it is that I have a bunch of brothers and sisters between London, Chicago, and Miami and Jamaica, what? of course. That's yeah, crazy. He was out here swinging. Wow. Oh, that so, dick. So <laughs> I, I want to say Tanzania right. is yes, your sister's name? Tanzania. So that's the only one that's from mom and dad or just from mom? No. So my mom never wanted to get married okay. and didn't really believe in committed relationships. Okay. So all of my siblings are, we have different fathers. All right. You give a good, and no disrespect to you. Your mom, all due respect, but you give a real good, uh, you give a good hoe affidavit. Like you, did, <laughs> like you are, you're like your your whole backup story. Like you're just your whole credential. It's very like, tasteful. It's like, well, you know, um, she never wanted to get married. Like you give a whole that. lot of background story. She's like feminist <laughs> to the core. <laughs> Look, my mom loves two things: books and gin. And like, like you give. You give yeah, a whole lot did. of good. You could just say, no, she mom did. was out here fucking too. Like, right. And like, at that time, that probably wasn't very acceptable, but she right, was her right. truth. And I feel like I fuck with that. No, I'm 100%. I'm yeah. taking nothing away, but the way that you prefaced it, right. golden. Because I want I want you as a character witness. If I <laughs> ever get in, I, and I never will, so let's just put that no, out never there. never say never. But look, no, no, nigga, never. Right. But if, like, if I were to get in trouble with some shit, I'd want you there as a character witness. Like, look, Jamal ain't murder that kid. That kid died at the hands of Jamal. Look, sometimes you got to go. Like I, I would want Not you there. You yeah, you know, put you a know? real a good. Yeah, yeah, your alibi game is top notch. Because I'm guilty, Listen. but I feel less guilty by way of your words. So thank right. you very much. You and Marissa answers. got the fidgets right now. Sorry, she is, I just wanted to like. That's how you know properly. Marissa's had Did something you get in her text cup. Messages now. Nobody good. It's the same people. Um, so our sorry to everybody who's texting Marissa right now. Thinks they're important. Yeah. So <laughs> you just found out you're you're standing in her life. 
yeah, yeah. Our current scenario is I've been texting with four oh, potential situations. There was two that have high, high, high priority. And both of them were like really fun options. And then they both fell out midway in between whatever we're texting about. So I only have option three and four or C and D rather. And I mean, C for like. So you haven't moved out of the starting lineup. Like you're still within the starting five. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't have that much options in New York. Well, oh, I have valid. five, but so I already you do have saw a starting five. You have more options than the average bitch. A lot of these bitches ain't getting texts <laughs> at all. But Nobody. what's crazy is this is this is way more than my my LA lineup. Like prior to me living in LA, I had a full LA roster. Now that I live in LA, I have the same person that's been around since. Mm-hmm. like 2013 fucking cleveland it's just me and him and then everyone else is back in new york now and okay. i'm just like well this didn't work out properly you only have like 72 hours yeah because and a lot of this is going to be me in new jersey like south jersey because it's family time yeah. so really like today was supposed to be like my last night like hello i'm here see me because you're gonna be with family for the rest yeah. of the weekend um i will have a car though so i can move a little bit if i want yeah. to like at nighttime because my family goes to sleep at like 10 p.m yes but i was kind of just i didn't want to move around i yeah. wanted to just sleep yeah you chill on the weekend yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a huge like let me stay in my home and no one bother me vibe on yeah. the weekend so i was hoping to keep that same energy in new york but if I have to pop out for a little pop thrill. out, yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like the level of thrill that these guys offer is like high level thrill. Mm-hmm. So I would pop out, but I was hoping not to have to. I was hoping tonight I would like cover the all the bases. If she got to see real, a man for some dick, she's going to make it look and sexy. Like out in the dating game, whatever. I feel like a lot of guys want you to move when they want to move. Yeah. And it's like, it's not like a compromise. It like, sucks. Oh God, I like, can't imagine that happening. I can't imagine a woman ever just wanting you to move when she's ready to move. God forbid the ball be in your court for once. All right. What anyway. a weird occurrence that must be. Anyway, too. Wow. Right. So especially with the caliber of so men strange. that we're discussing. Of course. Um, oh, now I'm a low relax. caliber. No, wait a minute. Let's discuss. No, Let's bring it back. So now, all right, I'm low all right, Maul, Let's compare yourself to the two people that you know. I'm discussing. Where do you? Where? Where are you? Let's just a be regular honest. Let's be. I'm honest. regular schmegula now. I get. Okay. No. But wait, wait. Compare yourself to those two people. All right. So different skill sets, perhaps. <laughs> all right. Different skill sets. Different tax brackets. Definitely different. Different tax. Brackets. I'm a thousand air. I mean, okay, but let's talk about at, at least option two, which is the joke you made earlier with the jacket and the hat. Valid. Okay. <laughs> yeah, val- so I mean, he's look. probably in the millions. All right. Val- valid. I'm not there. And then, and then the other one, Philly, is probably, oh, I would I would put him in the millions at this point between endorsement deals all right, and well, shit like fair. that. So, I mean, but money isn't everything is all I'm saying. And I, I don't ever look at money because I never get any from them. And that's all, the only defense that I have. So just let me fucking have the defense that all money right. isn't everything. Okay. You don't have to back it up. <laughs> okay, I well. know that you're not a, a hoe or you're not for sale. So okay. let me just say money isn't everything. Let me live with that, please. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Damn, let a nigga have his bitter moment. <laughs> Fix your fucking face, too. <laughs> I'm agreeing with we, you. But we had a, we had oh, a point you're agreeing with tune. me? I'm, that's so rare. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to talk to you like that. You didn't deserve it. But we had a point, Toon. We were, like, making a point, and I forget the, the point. The point is... Woman ain't shit. No. That, like, you're trying to, like, <laughs> maximize your time out yeah, here. Yeah, and they're not helping me And then, here. like, they, they, they want you to move on their schedule. Oh, God. Also, so now he got to wait for when you're ready to But move. here's the other issue. My period's about to drop, like, oh. every second. Mm. Yeah, it, it previewed itself. always Every time Literally, I always have my period. It's like that shit comes every month. I period no I literally I think I'm on like a three week cycle and it's the worst so I like I feel like I'm always bleeding and then I bleed for a week and then it's like I really only have two weeks of like 
live my life by. Freedom. <laughs> yeah. So um, I actually went to the doctor last week because I'm like, I, I've talked about this on my show every week. I'm breaking out really, really, really bad. Like okay. my skin is horrible right now. No, like you literally nothing has changed. No. Yeah. So that's the thing. And my mom has been honestly advocating for me to get on birth control since I was in high school. Like my mom. And so that's probably 15 Shout out to my real now. sensitive niggas yeah. that asked the like, birth control question. Though. My mom has been begging me I every miss. month, Marissa, get on birth control. Marissa, yeah. get on birth control. Because I get really bad cramps. I have a very irregular period. I'm on like a, I think a 21 day cycle. So... She's always said that, but I've always heard people say, oh, I gained so much weight on birth control, or I broke out on birth control, or I did this on birth control. So with this whole breakout of my skin situation, I was reading up and like everyone just kept saying, take hormone tests if nothing else is working. Because I've tried literally any possible thing you can to fix it. Like I already drink a gallon of water a day. I don't eat sweets. I don't eat dairy. I have every skin product I'm supposed to have. I wash my comforter and my sh- and my sheets. Like mm-hmm. I've done everything I'm supposed to There's do. There's a free basically. radical that's affecting it. Yeah. So, um, and I didn't, and nothing changed in my life that created the breakout. No different foundation. No different stress level. No different sleep level. Mm-hmm. No different food level. Nothing. You, you washing your face with me before? Yeah, you- yeah. Yeah. Everything. I'm doing everything right. So. Um, it, I read like it probably is hormones, so I'm going to take the test. And they also said that actually helps you out because once you get your hormone levels tested and they know like what your body situation is, right. they can actually recommend the right birth control based on that because mm-hmm. they know what you have already enough amount of and right. vice versa. So you get the one that's not going to make you gain weight and not going to make you break out and could clear your acne. So I'm looking forward to that. However, like I said last week, I went to the doc, I booked doctor's appointment just for that. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that it's a blood test, A and B. If it is a blood test, you can't and eat before a blood test mm-hmm. and I ate literally right before I went to the doctor and she was like ha, you can't get a blood test dummy and I was like nice yeah. so I actually have to go back next week now to get the blood test to get the results to find okay. out what's going on with me so currently I have no fucking clue but hoping for the best yeah I am too I think that I have like made several PSAs about my advocacy for an IUD okay. but I think you should consider it well I was looking more for the pill so the IUD is <laughs> our what? producer is humming because he loves an IUD and so a that goes that goes in your vagine or what is that where they does that implant go? it in your cervix and it lasts for three to five or ten years depending I don't like on it. your choice I don't like it you don't feel it I don't like Sometimes it. Sometimes, if you, guys, you have a nice man who has a big schloing can feel it yeah but Cleveland typically you don't you letting gentlemen shoot the club up you do what you do, what you want to do when you want to do it. Yeah, but that's STDs if you look at Yeah, I mean, up. listen, safe sex is the best sex. Right, absolutely. But are you letting dudes shoot the club up? I was in a relationship because you got security in there. Like the IUD, the IUD is like secret. Regulated your period. Definitely, that's what I'm looking definitely for. Definitely no acne. I mean, plenty of people are in relationships for plenty of years and they don't get pregnant because dudes. But see, look wear at protection. Tune, here's my right. thing. Like I'm super, super duper, are duper, duper, like up? baby crazy right now. And like obviously, oh, you can take the IUD out at any time. And then like within a few weeks, you'd be eligible you're, to be pregnant. You're, um, okay easily fertile okay. within and like month. obviously i'm not stupid i don't want to meet a man and immediately go to make a baby if it's working for a month like we're not retarded i get it but black in the seven day theory i definitely would love to have a family and soon i'm 30 years old yeah. I, i'm not getting any younger and like i was telling you guys beforehand like even in a couple weeks um mike's mom and his daughter for sure are coming and his youngest son is like 50-50 if the baby's going to come. He's one years old and he's like apparently a fucking handful. Yeah, like and most one-year-olds. Yeah, so Mike is like, my mom's not sure if she wants to bring the baby all the way out here and deal with that. And it's right. a lot. Right. And I was like, no, Mike, please, please, please bring the baby. He's like, I really don't know. 
And I'm like already like fantasizing like if he brings the baby, I want to like he could stay at our house because they're getting an Airbnb, like mm-hmm. him, the mom and the daughter. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I want the baby with us. I want to wake up in the middle of the night and like give him a bottle. <laughs> like I want to do all that. I want to give him like baths if he needs you baths. Really trying to play mom for? I me. really want to experience the full like. When you have to do it just on your own with you ain't no take one. home ec in school like you never had. No, it's I mean we took same. it's cooking what we took in home ec. And oh, you didn't sewing. have to like care for an egg. No, we never did that. I, I think you need something to love, Marissa. I really Maybe like a dog. I would like a dog, but um, Mike really wants a husky, which I was almost for. But then like I was just reading a thread the other day that they literally tear up your house if they don't get the right attention. And like I'm very realistic in the sense like that a like baby. I'm very not available my time, and Mike is even worse because he sleeps like a fucking narcoleptic, and then he works all night. So there's no way that we can give the dog. I mean, we'll definitely give the dog attention. He'll he'll right. be walked when he needs to be walked, but I don't think we'll give him the right amount, especially a husky. Right. If it's one that's a little bit of an independent doggy that don't need no man, yeah, then we might be able to be good. But like a husky apparently needs a lot, a lot, a lot of love, especially in the early stages. Right. And I don't want to commit to that and then have my couch torn to, up. You need to find some friends in L.A. who have small children that yes, you can, like, that I can take care of and you know, take on Easter egg hunts. Like, that's yeah. why I'm so excited his daughter's coming because I'm going to do an Easter egg hunt with her. And now in our new crib, we have two floors. So there's a lot of places to hide the eggs and stuff. And she's coming, like, the fourth and Easter's the first. So it's going to be a little delayed Easter egg hunt. But yeah. it's still going to be one nonetheless. It's, it's still the season. Yes, it is. And we're, I'm going to have my Easter cupcake up and my Easter hand towel. So mm. it's still the same. But yes, I don't have any. It's so um festive. <laughs> I know. I don't have any LA friends that have young kids that I can like take to the children's museum, like back in New York or yeah. Jersey. I had a few friends with babies yeah. that I could take to those things. Oh my god! I should tell Victoria tomorrow that we should go to the children's museum in Philly. Thank you so much. Yeah, team. I think you should like at least be around some people, and you'll you know you still meeting people and yeah, work borrow a baby circles. for a little bit. Just so you can have like that interaction, and, I, and I'm thinking the same thing for myself because I'm feeling like. I, too, crave the attention of children, and I want to be around them. You know, does that, does that sound weird? No. Yeah, it does. No, Maul is a creepy person. Like a fu- I'm not a creepy person. I'm somebody with nieces and nephews who loves them dearly, who spends time with them, who enjoys that time with them. But if you just say you crave the attention of children, I don't have makes any you children sound like in you my drive family. an ice cream truck. No, yeah, I don't have any children in my family. The youngest person in my family, no lie, is 22 years old. Okay. That's the youngest person in my family. So I feel like I crave being around like small children and like doing like sweet things with them. Okay, and, that's valid. Like that's or taking valid. them to see the Black Panther and like whatnot. Oh my God, like, I would love to. My aunt that. was, she's 15 years older than me and I remember my first movie that I ever went to when I was five years old and it's like yesterday. She took me to go see Little Mermaid in the, in the that movie That was the theater. first movie I ever saw as well. Oh, wow. oh my gosh, that's crazy. And like she loved like doing sweet stuff like, you know, with, with me as her niece and I'm like, I don't have a niece or a nephew to do Got you. sweet Got stuff you. with. You well, know? come and borrow some of these kids, yo. I got you. Right. Can borrow one of these kids. You right. coming? My aunt Linda used to take me ice skating, and I remember distinctly one time. I thought it was funny if I like I hid in the backseat of her car and acted like I disappeared. And like, nah, that's I weird yeah, shit. Nah. I laid back in the back, and like I laid on the floor, and all she saw was my clothes, and she thought someone like took my clothes oh, and robbed me, no. and she like freaked the fuck out, and I thought I was making like a cute little funny joke. I was like five. Not cute, funny, and she was pissed the fuck off. Yeah, you know what it's like losing somebody else's kid, <laughs> not your own kid, someone Word. else's kid. You got to explain that. Like, so I just Whoa. changed my mind. You can't hang out with my nieces. <laughs> I thought it was a funny no joke parts. back then. No, was, no, no, it did not. It did not no. work out for me. Are you? Know? you are you mentoring? I mean, I know it's not the same thing. But no, are you mentoring? No, and what's funny is like back when I was here. 
um, a couple of years ago, I used to try to apply all the time for like Boys and Girls Club, and yeah. I was never getting like they never even responded whether yes or no. It was I never got a response, and it just kind of discouraged me. So I have never. I haven't done anything. So when I finally get to LA, because it will happen, mm-hmm. I wanted, um, there's this, you know, I'm a, I'm a former foster care children, and they have a program in LA. Do they? The way you mentor foster kids and you <gasps> introduce them to creative out- outlets, comedy, entertainment, oh whatever. And it's I only in LA. It. And so I cannot wait to move there yeah. so I can do this with these kids. So I feel like, look, look up some programs. Yeah. I feel like they need someone like you, you know, take love. them to the movies. Yes, and stuff. let's do all these fun little yes. fucking activities. Yeah. Like, literally, like, that's just like so fulfilling to me is just like giving these little kids joy and like the smallest things like even like I always said like I love arts and crafts and shit like that and like especially these kids in school like I'd love to help them with like the dioramas and stuff like just little things that's like the little um shoe box that you would make into like a scene and you put like construction paper on it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. those were like my favorite things to do I've not been in school (laughs) in years I mean same I would love. I next year will be a decade since I graduated college. Gag me. Ew, wait, are we in 2018? Yeah, what? Why? I graduated college nine years ago. That's disgusting. I graduated college 10 years ago. Yeah. Ew. Last year. We're fucking old. I graduated college in 2007. Isn't that crazy? I was 2009. Sorry, Jamal. He's looking at me Fuck. like. No, you guys got Don't it, even yo. look at me. Mal, how long ago did you graduate college? 2002. What? <laughs> Also, by the way, it's this is total cyber. It's eleven twenty three, and either option A or B is texting me back. I completely got curved. Confirmed. Confirmed. You, curved. you get so like. Sometimes anxious. you gotta you get curved to, like, to keep the fucking conversation. You also, this also, this is what I do now that I'm like dating again. If I got want to see like man number a, man number one, that's like my first choice. Man number A. I always like make plan B, plan C, just as a, as a backup. I mean, so I, we have curved, plan C. We're going to go I'm see like, him. you know, immersed yeah. in something else. You know yeah, what I mean? We already know. Where do you gonna... think y'all ranking these dudes? I know. I'm already down the list. And I feel bad about that because I'm dating regular schmegler like plumbers and shit. And like, right. But what if, this, what if a plumber got you as option? What if a plumber got you as like boyfriend or girlfriend number six? The thing six? about the plumber dude is that he has like, he does really good pipe jobs. So he <laughs> is very, he's very like, um, was that unintentionally clever or was that on purpose? I'm always clever. Okay. No, no, no. Yeah. But I mean like, you're yeah. always clever, but that was also, like, yes. Alex, your okay. mic's not working. If you'd like to add commentary, it's not on. Oh, no, no, it isn't. We don't, I don't hear you at all. My, my, my uh, headphones are on. Um, but that's that. All right. So the plumber, but do you think you're the only, I know I'm not, and I don't want to be, I'm not looking for anything serious okay. or like one-on-one. I just like to have, this is like, my, until I mean, you're ready to have your option, but then your option doesn't This is what I tell my girls. Back. I'm like, I just looking for a great conversation and cocktails and like, just have fun. Like, that's where I'm at right now. Okay. And he's like, you know, he's a great, you know, plumber. So he has a lot of these pipe jobs that come up. And so he's like in demand. Are we talking about his work sex. or his skill set? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. let's talk about that what we were talking about dylan so I'm you so did say that lost. you had like your your period of like you don't talk to anybody you're like dying period. what'd you call it? your cobweb no what did you call it you had a name for it your something period i don't know it was the stage where i just wasn't really you break social. up and you break you, up yeah and then like you're in like a, a depressive a limbo of and, depressed you know yeah. You're trying to get through it. Um, it's the heartbreak hangover. Yeah, yeah heartbreak basically, hangover. Yeah. And then like nine months, you're like ready to shmingle, mingle. And I think that, 
around the holiday time, I was going out a lot, like, for different holiday events. Right. And so I felt, like, really cute and pretty and, like, you know, out here. And that made me, you know, attractive to men. To and so at that point, how long had it been? Since I had had sex. Since you'd broke up, broken up. We uh, That had been, like, nine months since we had broken oh, up. Oh, okay. So it took you about nine months to get back in the game? Get into the groove of just okay. feeling more confident. Yeah. To, to put myself out there. For me, it was, um, if we broke in this broke up in december not of this year. i keep kicking your mic i'm sorry we broke up in december of 2012 it was so it took me until may of 2013 to be okay with dealing with another guy yeah and even then it was still so much effort on my part to like look at another man as attractive as my ex and right. like so i my my foray back into having sex and being sexual was just to fuck the guy that i last fucked before i got in my relationship because to me yeah. that was like my safe place i've already done it i know it's good Girl. i also know that he's not looking for anything from me and vice versa so you don't want to like increase your number yes i get and i don't go into it with expectations too because like you're so used to being in love that like the next person you're like let's be in love too yeah and so i already knew i was fucking somebody that it wasn't ever going to be anything so it's easier to have no expectations so all of the men in my life that i've been with seriously have been men from my past whether they be friends or like just people i had dated earlier in my life Mm -hmm. so when me and my ex broke up i was like i'm just not going backwards and then also like i like my price went up in terms of like my value Mm. and so i felt like my Mm. vagina level i had to fuck at my vagina level Mm. okay so the first guy what is your vagina appraised at currently? My yeah, vagina, my vagina is six figures. Um, okay. Upward. So he has to be making six figures or better. Same. Yeah. And it's just, it's, Same. it's, it's, but at you a just level. scoffed at me. Okay. Not that I, I'm, I wasn't trying to fuck just to put a PSA out there, Marissa's family, but you just scoffed at me for being a thousand there. Yeah. But your vagina is. A guy needs to be at a six figure level. So what yeah, other but like criteria? High six figures. Very. Fuck you. You don't know. Where yeah, I'm but at. also like. You said six. You didn't clarify. You don't. But know like, what? let's talk about it because I already I ran through earlier. We we discussed like where I was in my random roster, and you asked. And I know for, for a an fact update? that I make more money than at least two of the guys you mentioned. The two that we discussed and that, that came out of the friend check. zone. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Valid. You think valid. you think you have more than um. Yes. The what do yes. you call it? Champagne. Let's call them champagne. You think yes. you have more than champagne? Yeah. Absolutely. Really. Do I? Okay. Here's the thing. Here's two things we have to consider. Because right? I also don't know either one. Of are we ones. talking salary? Or are we talking just in terms of like assets. endorsement? Right. Or not? Not even assets, but just what there's access to. Yeah. Because salary has access to a lot more cachet than i may have access to uh-huh. but salary wise yes i never honestly thought about him enough because i don't care about him enough to like i just figured he makes a really good amount of money just because the lifestyle no, he, he does well for himself i'm not we're not it's not a pissing like contest no he does but like, also disclaimer like i'm not like a gold digger me neither like i don't I get a dollar feel of his like money. when you no we, we don't think know your worth I, it was just yeah an and you're out point. here and you're dating and i'm not looking for a relationship i just got out of one yeah like when my the first pers- guy who wanted to pursue me wanted to fly me to london hello to meet and have a date there what uh-huh. if the pussy's no good like you know that it's good but, but like but what, also, if he, what if i wasn't giving it he just wanted to right, take me to london to for a date london. That's real. to go to go did you go, take him up on it asshole um I, I had started a new job oh, so i didn't have the time yeah, so yeah. but you i had just felt plenty like of brand my, new pto my my, my taste level went up you know okay. what i mean so uh, yeah i'm not i'm not pegging you guys as shit yeah. at all and i'm not no not at all but yeah, yeah. I, I just i just see you're just trying to play devil's advocate that's oh 100 yeah, exactly. it's for argument's yeah, sake that's yeah, what the yeah. fucking podcast is about exactly. isn't it Let's, yeah. it's arguing time Hell yeah okay. and then when i coined the term that like my like pussy level i have to fuck at my pussy level which sounds a little you know outlandish but 
I want to like Stick spread your hand that down message your pants, let me to women. Your fingers right now. Say it again. My vagina is like, and no, I'm not talking. Stick shit. your hand down your pants. Let me smell your fingers right now. Ew, ew. I'm not on, doing that. And fine. Uh, so you're ashamed of yourself. I'm No, I'm not. But like, this is not porn. This is not about it being porn. It's about you having enough faith in your vagina. That's I do have. That's another level of disgusting. Just stop. Stop where you're at. That does not like nasty. Yeah. I'm like the filthiest bitch ever, but I hate nasty. Oh my god, no! It's so crazy because I think you and I are like opposite in this, but one of the same because like I'm very, very unfiltered, and I can talk about. Could use some help. I can talk about anything nasty, and I have no filter. (laughs) But like. In my real life, I'm very like just corny. I feel like I'm dry. <laughs> yeah, and I'm literally the opposite. And like, like I, I'll do whatever in my real life, and I'll joke about whatever in my real life. But like, when it comes to like these kind of conversations, it like it makes me literally uncomfortable sometimes. I'm a white label executive in my real life, so nobody can say shit. Yeah. Yeah, but like, stick your hand down your pants. Let me spill your fingers. Yeah, like, like that's like, a that's, bit much. I'm that's not like, like a lawsuit, honestly. Somewhere that too. Yeah, and like India Is love. So? Like, yeah. You hear game. that? You hear them trying to Weinstein me? This is some bullshit. The that's a lawsuit. Bit it was wrong. done at her own will. I didn't force her to do it. If she chooses no, you, you, to do like, it, like the fact that you even brought it up is probably not appropriate at all. And it made me uncomfortable. Okay. But yeah. Okay. But it's fine. If you're speaking suggestively to a man via text. Yeah. But like we're like fucking actively. Like you and Tuna are just two humans that interact on the Me and Jamal level. haven't fucked. Right. Tuna and I have never fucked. We've never been intimate. Tuna is right. a friend and there is not, that is not a bridge that will be so crossed. Like, but so like that yes. suggestion yeah, do is tend like to not get with my exes appropriate. And former friends. And I convert. Oh my God. So if I gotta throw you strokes, I gotta throw you strokes. I'm gonna put yeah. you in the figure so for a leg lock. But neither here nor there. But no, but mm-hmm. like so what I'm saying is then if anything, Tuna and I probably have more grounds to speak to each other the way that we're speaking to each other okay. than well, you I'm, and any I'm not of these new. Jamal, so. No, I appreciate that. No fist bump. Give me some. I'm not yeah, no, like, Marissa. Let's me and you the men that I'm discussing have put their penises inside of me. You know what's so crazy though? But how so, long have you known them? And you don't need to answer that because I don't want to put anything. But option like, Tuna A, and I have, which we're going to agree on, is Philadelphia. Okay. Option A, I've known him for years and you know that since okay. 2014. And That's option a long hat? time. Option... <laughs> <laughs> yo, that joke. I wish I could tell y'all the joke, but, but you we can't. Cannot. So, so <laughs> just appreciate that I'm making option, a reference and let that be. Option it. hat. I hate you so much for that. It's literally. I'm going to tell that joke to everyone that knows that I fucked him. Uh, option hat. Okay, granted, a month. Not even. We're not even on that date. Dude, how long have we known each other? We've known each other longer than a month. A couple years now. Yeah. Ooh, I just had chills. But also... <laughs> and I'm also really, really proud of my vagina. I mean, same, but also not. I don't know where that had a, any place yeah. in what we're... I mean, the, about the Okay, valid, yeah. valid, valid, okay. You know what's so funny is option three, which is the club we're probably going to end up at with um, Uptown or whatever, yeah. with the FaceTime guy. I've known him since I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, I've had a crush on him and, like, we were, like, talking in high school and nothing. I've literally never fucked him. And it's been since 2003. So that's so crazy that like we're talking about. So wait, about when did you start high school? Two thousand one. In the ninth oh, okay, grade, nigga, it. like right, the same off. time as everybody else. Yeah. Oh, uh, my my ninth grade year was oh one to oh two. So, um, not column. Uh, the towers. The towers. You gonna punch me in the neck, yo? The towers hit Sorry. my first month of of high school. Nigga, September what? September twenty eleven. 20, 2001. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just hit my junior, junior year of college. Wow. I was a junior in high school. When oh, wow. Happened. Yeah, I was a wow. freshman in high Children. school. Hello. I was in another my, reason too that I won't have. Sex. I was in my drama, my drama class, first block. I am in the yeah. you know search for a daddy. 
Ew. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Next. You're looking in the wrong spot. Yeah. Way too soon. Way too soon, I don't want to think of like my friends having way sex. Too totally soon. down for you guys to have sex if that's what you want to do, but like, don't tell me. About we'll tell you about it, about it first. Definitely won't. Yeah. Quick question for a, you. A, we won't have sex. But when B, you're if having we did, sex with a guy that you dig, do you? Call him daddy while you're fucking. Yes, I definitely call him daddy. Nah, I'm but not trying to be nobody's father. It depends on the on like how he's speaking in the sex or whatever. Because if I could see he's like not a talker much, mm-hmm. then I'm not gonna just randomly come out and be like, "Yes, daddy." daddy. Yeah, yeah, like because that's just like strange. So the dude that I was if he's talking, like a dom, a dominant. Yeah, like so the dude I was talking about earlier. The, Who the fuck is dominant? The second dominant. One, dominant. Oh, the second one that came out of the friend zone. <laughs> yes, like yes. he did not speak at all, and it was the most boring. Is that creepy ever. to you? Is that when a guy doesn't yeah, say that's anything? Fucking is weird. That... He didn't yeah. moan. Like, 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 he didn't say shit. Nah, I make noises. I let you. <laughs> yeah, know not, I'm, right. I'm all about the noise. <laughs> I go out of my face. way. I enunciate. I'm loud. Yeah, I'm loud. I like to talk. I like to say like, "Oh, daddy, you like that? All that shit, whatever." My dear, you are yeah. slurping on my balls in the most magnificent <laughs> way. Please continue. Please continue to to choke down on my shawl. No, that's what I'm saying. Like I get I get real verbose. I turn into fucking Macbeth when I'm like I make it a point to be conversational. I'm 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 quiet, but I'm very sensual. You ain't quiet for shit. I don't yell. I don't talk a lot either. But I'm very sensual. You get chatty like a motherfucker. I'm like. Have I you know. ever thought of maybe diversifying your bonds? I, I'd be I like, can see you throwing it back and trying to give like I'm ridiculous. financial advice. Like, oh my god! Like Tune throws the pussy and Tune like just Wants gets real chatty. Talk yeah, Tune. while sex. L O L. Come on. I just think I'm at a place in my life where I'm ready to just make more money. I'm ready to level up. Like I can see Tune getting like way too chatty about all the wrong shit. It's like I live in Bed Stuy, but I'm so ready to move out of Brooklyn just because I see where all the property is. My sea town turned into a Whole Foods, and I don't know what to do with myself. Like I can, like pounded out, dig down. I'm sure of it. I'm so sure of it. With a nigga's knee in your back, with a nigga's knee in your back, you start talking about the Apple Store and all and all the ways that you can't get your MacBook fixed for a decent price. She was talking to Apple Care. Exactly. I was told by Apple Care that you was gonna grab me by the throat and get balls deep in this vagina. Like that's how you. I can see that for a fact that you. <laughs> that that's you that is absolutely you I'm going to poll your exes and I'm going to find out just that and I use poll in a very different way than anybody whoa, else whoa. pause yeah. but, hey Maul so what do you say to your bitches like what do you say during sex like what is your like what's your favorite line I don't have a favorite line I moan and say names I keep it very simple okay. just as I don't yeah that's a all a little like, moan you just be like oh damn like if it feels good it feels good like mm. I, it's not what? I, I said, oh, damn, yeah, no, 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 not, 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 not out loud. Mm, you know not, out not out loud. Not out loud. Like not out loud. Ross not out loud. Grunt. Not out loud. Not out. Let's not. Ew, okay. Ew, yeah. No. No. Blech. I don't. No. That's Gagging. weird. Yeah. Gagging. <laughs> no. Oh, right. Right. no I, yeah. It's not no. I'm all about just... the like. Like. Yeah. Daddy. Like this pussy. This is your pussy, daddy. Like. That's you what make I'm them on. feel like they. Yeah. I get. I tell. Also, every because guy y'all out here with full rosters. Like I'm no, a man of God. No. No. Let's go over this. You had sex on Wednesday. Okay. Listen. Don't be trying to like project to us that we're out here. You know. Stirred up. Some things, some, some things, are, some things. Exactly. Are just, I'm some, sorry. Some things. Are I'm just sorry, talk. listeners. Some things are just talk to me, but neither here nor there. Yeah. What I'm saying is, because y'all out here with full rosters, you can't get descriptive with shit that you say. I mean, I could do whatever the fuck I want. You feel me? <laughs> I mean, if it feel good, it feel good. You know what I mean? And like, y'all gonna get indicted shit. on some bullshit. No. Y'all gonna get caught up because that's always those are the criminals that get caught. The ones that try to get too fly with the shit. 
Okay. And y'all gonna get indicted on I some bullshit. I don't really bullshit. talk a lot. I, I moan. So I'm not, like, making anyone feel any specific special way. However, Marissa's over there mother- making motherfuckers Marissa shouting out social security special. numbers. Let me tell you, though. <laughs> if they step up, it could be their pussy. So I'm basically letting them know, like, Damn. this is what it'll be if you act right. It's up for auction. This will be your pussy, but, right. like, you have to do this right and, like, make... Like, $10, $20, $40, $40, $60. Yeah. No. Shout out to the nigga with no, the good dick. I'm just saying, like, you all have the option, like, it'll to be- To wife it up. Yeah, it'll be your pussy and only your pussy, and you can do what you want with it, as long as you act right. And it's like American Idol, is that their audition? Yeah, is it is. Just, their like, audition. show out, and, and, and it's like, yours? They, pa- they pass the first round, but then it's like, what do you do after that? So I think that's something. what are you, a stockbroker? Is this a Series 7? It like, is. Is your pussy boiling like, room? No, but like, what she's good saying dick is, is cool, but then what do you valid. do after and you And I'm going to ask Jamal and our producer, like, when you guys, like- get the pussy is it like you feel like you know what i don't have to work as hard to get it again anymore even if it's good i go out every day like i'm about to get kicked out the band i come ready to wrap my ass like you're gonna walk to brooklyn for every single performance i'm showing out for it right and so if you if you you get with a woman who has really good puss you feel her vibe she cool as fuck she down with the shits and I think a lot of men are led by ego, so they feel like, you know, I got it already. Let me move on to the next quest. Mm-hmm. Are you saying that you're different and that you don't do that? And if you get somebody that you vibe with, you fucking good I'm with, saying I'm human and it? I care. Like, if I, I want to keep an interest, then I do what's necessary to I keep know. it. Also, you sound like an adult. I mean, that's a lot of it. Like, But also, that's not... The implication is that Look, you just because expect- you out here fucking high school students doesn't mean that other well, grown men aren't out here. Well, if you're fucking someone who's in their thirties and you would expect that they're they're like adults, you don't know that they're immature until his, they show that they're say immature. Say his name, too. Say his name. <laughs> up. Say his name, yo. Don't let him own that hurt. Say his name, too. I'm not hurt. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, look, if we out here and we have an Tune time, out here with her shirt open to Blair Underwood levels, she got exactly one button closed on her shit. One, one, one. All right. Okay. There we Oh, we done broke the fourth wall. We done. So, Maul, do you give grade A on the first time? No. What grade? I give grade B plus. There we go. Solid, but could be better. Yeah, like good ass dick, but like, like I'm not, like, not going to give you the stay ever, for dick. the for life, dick. Because I'm because I don't know. Why don't you try? Because like, I haven't seen you in your Sunday wig yet. I don't know how good you get. So how am I going to give you how great I can be? But if you if you insert yourself in the juiciest of the juiciest, I don't know that for a fact. Well, you know it when you put it in. I don't know. Hello. I know it's all right. I know it's there. That means when you when, when I'm saying the point of, of contact when you see what here's it is, the thing what you're here's the with, thing and I don't want you, you to don't take feel this like you should work like you know what I got to put my I got my B here's the thing I don't want you to, I don't want you to feel no way I don't want you to feel no I'm way this isn't no to way. you necessarily yeah. Batman feels like a tremendous roller coaster right until you go on King Dakar so what I'm saying is how do I know until I really know you get what I'm saying so I can't give you the A plus. If I haven't seen the full course load but, okay, yet. Let me so see. sometimes I got to complete all that work. I got to matriculate. I got to graduate. I got to leave and I got to come back and be like, you know what? Right. Let me revisit this curriculum because this curriculum was A+. Plus. so like much. Like, listen. Women Say his name, okay. Toon. Okay. No, Toon. Say his name. Women? No, say his name. I will never. I'm so hungry. I'm going to die. Go Women, on. Like, Eat a the, dick. No, the I'm just biggest... kidding. That's not to you. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> the biggest... <laughs> 
the biggest attribute <laughs> to a woman's performance is how wet she gets. Yes. Let's get it real. And my vagina began. Here's the thing. Let me get real clear. I get some wet, baby. But also, wait, wait, wait. But also how much we, we like, we're in rhythm with them too, right? Because. What's your, what's your body moves like? So much of that is is based off connection. No, but literally because there's been times I've had the best sex ever and like we're in sync and I'm moving right and he's moving right and you're like mad wet. Yeah. And it's been like, I bounce back right and he moves forward right. It's all great. There's been other times where we're trying to fuck and like for whatever reason we cannot sync and like I'm trying to throw it back and he's not catching it right or right. he's trying to fuck and I'm not going with his rhythm right and it's been the wackest sex ever. Right. I think legitimately so you gotta ask her, why are you running from the dick and she yeah, ain't running from it. Right, it's just not connecting. It's like weird because I like then I then I blame myself. I'm like, damn, I have no fucking rhythm. I'm so trash. But then I'm like, wait, no, I've had such good sex sometimes yeah. with people. I think it's legitimately like the just a matter, yeah. The chemistry and then the even timing. it's like almost a matter of the day too because like me and the dude Cleveland that I was saying earlier or whatever yeah. like me and him have had some of the bombest sex in my whole life that we've had and there'll be other nights that he'll come over and like it's just like meh like he's doing a great ass fucking job but me i know personally like he's had to do all the work on those nights and i've yeah. done like i've contributed like literally nothing to the greater good of our sex right. and i and like i just think it's like some nights like we're just like off i don't know like i guess it's just literally a matter of like it's, it's chemistry and energy but i also feel like for men like if you into a situation with a woman that is like in tune with you mm-hmm. you know what i mean you should want to like pay it forward and like give her yeah the best stick of her life you know what i mean and i feel like but how do you know it's that like how do you know she's deserving at the point of, of insertion that's when you know but how do you know she's deserving of the best strokes like you're saying at the point of insertion she might just be really wet who's to say that she can't get wetter yeah that's true who's to say she couldn't get wetter you're right. So I'm thanks for agreeing wet, with me. I know, I but women, you know what it is? Wet. Women don't always control how wet they get. Right. And so that's it's back just to like sometimes So we could have saved ourselves like eight minutes of conversation because then, like, we're, we're making back... out and then like he like, you know, puts his fingers down there and I'm like, he's like, so why are you so wet? And I'm like, I have no idea. I don't even know Because what you did there. that because it is a chemical response. Right. So given that, knowing that is a chemical response. Who's to say that there can't be an elevated chemical response? That's a fact. You're right. You're right. You got So then that. what am I doing that. giving you A plus mm-hmm. when I don't know that you're at your A plus wettest? Right. You're right. Okay. You get that because I had I had to put it in perspective. Okay. You know what I mean? Are we agreeing Alex, right now? There's like a thing beeping in the super faint background and I don't know what it is. It sounds like when someone's on life support. Before they die, <laughs> no that was Toon's argument on life support. That shit. <laughs> no, I, I conceded. I conceded. If I know I'm wrong, okay, I conceded. All right, well, good. not I'm wrong, but we, I understand. I mean, you you were wrong. Can someone fly me to Austin for all? Um, are you South going by Austin? Southwest? You don't no. want. Yeah, let's talk about industry shit. You don't want no Austin. Dick. You don't want no South by Southwest. Dick. I just want to like see like I want to see the little like the little people that I support hella hard. I want to okay, see them like kill one. shit. You know, you don't want no showcase dick. No, if you go, I'll go. We could, we could like bunk up together. Yeah, y'all are gonna so find exactly no place to really stay have... in South by Southwest at this. Hour. I guarantee my job doesn't do anything something. at South by. Oh no, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess you could. But... I guarantee I have a place to stay. I what? heard South by is over. It's like it's dwindling. Much, yeah. I mean, it it's is a hundred percent. Like no one that I know is going this year. I'm just letting you know I have a lot of New York meetings planned for next week <laughs> during <laughs> South by. I was ecstatic when my South by travel when I was able to pull it, and I have a lot of New York meetings. With a lot of like, there's no DSPs there. There's like What's a DSP, digital. Uh, they're the like title. Uh, streaming. Yeah, streaming services. Yeah. 
Um, I but really like, want chicken. I none of them. Jesus Christ, sorry. <laughs> but like, no, South by is it's it's very niche. I think it's it's a bit antiquated. It's it, getting it, back to it, what it used. to be. It's getting back to what it used to be. Nice. I don't think and it's dying. That. It's it's kind of not reverting, but it's getting back to the place where it was. And yeah. I, that's what which it is crucial. Be, yeah, yeah that's important. like less major label involvement. I think they're going to scale back. I wouldn't be surprised if Fader Fort scaled back some. But it'll and there goes your foot on the table, and there goes your other foot on the table. Well, nice. Marissa's comfortable, God. <laughs> um, Quick question for you guys, and this is what I've been thinking about when you know I thought about like us coming back, you know, and meeting together when we first started the podcast till now. What is your overall career dream, and how has it changed since last time we spoke? That's such a bomb ass question. Wow. Um, I never See? had one. Sorry. So because you can get go do it. On your turn, thank you. I'll do it on my turn. You got it. So, I started the podcast out of like, it's what I'm supposed to do because Joe fired me and everyone's looking to me like, what's your content? And if I didn't take this window, right. And if I didn't take this window of opportunity, I'm stupid. Yeah. So, like, I took it, still didn't know on the overall level, like, what am I supposed to be doing? And I was just telling, I just did a pod, um, an, an interview with a, a younger kid that's starting his own podcast and, and we were just talking about stuff. And I was like, it's so crazy that in the process of losing Joe's podcast that I didn't really have like a severe life meltdown because I, I always felt while I was on it that this is the most important thing that has ever happened to me. Like, you know how some people be like, I never realized, you know, until I lost it, how big it was to me, whatever. Like, but like, I knew in the moment, like, mm-hmm. this is the biggest look I've ever had in my career. Right. High 97's always been a huge platform, but this is the first time that I've got to be a star yeah. versus being the background kid. Exactly. And not only have a voice, but have my full voice versus radio where you get a portion of yourself. Yeah. So I always, since day one, when I saw that the numbers we were doing, like, I always, appreciated it so much like holy shit I'm on a huge platform and this is what I've always wanted I've always wanted to like be me and be known for it and so when I lost it I'm still so shocked that like I didn't fucking like curl up in a ball and die because I'm such an emotional person but I think the anger of of how mad I was at Joe for just the shit that he pulled and how he did it yeah like you anger always helps you like not be sad because you're just so mad about it so right. like it was easy to just be like fuck him i wouldn't have wanted to be around him anyway blah, blah blah so i say that to say i started the podcast just because like i'm supposed to that's what you're supposed to do next but i didn't have a plan i didn't know like you know the right way to like move from there and like i was just at hot and just continuing whatever i was doing mm-hmm. and then the la thing was just kind of impulsive too because it was like yeah, my podcast is cool. Yeah, Hot 97 is cool. But, like, I also want to see what else I can do. I'm just going to fucking quit and, like, go out there and see what I can do, too. Never had a plan. I honestly still don't have a whole plan. Right. Like, you but know. I'm sure you have a vision for yourself. Yeah, you like. Found a media home like you've done for yeah. not having a plan. You've, you, you know, know and, and, and at, at New Year's, I think it really hit me. Like, holy fuck, dude. Like, you quit your whole life. Not just your job, but your whole life. Like, everything you as it was that you knew it. And picked up and moved, and in eight months' time, or however long it was that I was nine months or whatever, you wrote a whole fucking book, and you got to you know now you're at me you're not, you're at Diddy's house in Miami hosting his fucking live stream for New Year's Eve, you know, and like you've done you've interviewed like 
big people this year and and you've stepped out of your comfort zone and I've interviewed on the cusp like off the fly which has always been very scary for me because as a journalist yeah um I've always done written interviews which you do yeah. a lot of preparation for and right. you have your questions written and it's not you know it doesn't matter if you stumble like you ask off a piece of paper so to have that happen where you got to go live on camera like that was stepping out so like I've done so many, I did so many things in such a short period of time where I was like, wow, yeah. did everything I didn't yeah. think I could do. But I, I was just talking about this last week on my show. I've gotten to a place again where like, okay, I did that. Now what? Yeah. Now what's next? Like, yeah, cool. I got this cool media job, but like, what do I, what am I doing with it? Right. I wrote a book. What am I doing with that clout? I yeah. have a podcast. Where's it going? You know yeah. what I'm saying? And like, yeah. it's not easy still to see. And like, like for like, I've been frustrated lately, right? Because I've just been like, okay, I feel like I hit a lull again. Like, mm-hmm. what, what's, how am I beating what I've done? And how am I, you know, you're supposed to only be in competition with yourself. How am I besting what I previously just did in the last year? Mm-hmm. And my podcast has always been just like a product of what happened. It never was like this big dream. Like, I'm gonna have my own show and I'm gonna be a whatever. Like, right, it, it, I created right. it out of like necessity is is the word, I guess, right? right? And with the LA transition like I mean I started with you guys I would have loved to like continue with you guys but it was literally just like if I'm in a studio I I can't you niggas is holding me back yeah no not even that I mean I physically can't record with you guys right so I'm just gonna whoever's who's my squad in LA let's do do that whatever yeah but like um recently one of the people that work with me on my show he started putting the clips on YouTube and I know I'm not the biggest podcast out there it's like clearly clear but I also know that the people that fuck on my show are like hardcore real deal supporters and that's the coolest thing in the fucking world to me like super like like every day it floors me like people care enough that they're listening to anything i do wherever i go do whatever but so he puts it on youtube and i I don't even check the numbers because i don't like to live by numbers because i'll probably die by numbers if that's the case right and but i do get email notifications when people comment and so the other day when i was already feeling just so stagnant Mm -hmm. someone commented like damn, it's disgusting what these numbers are doing. Hope it looks up for you soon or some shit like that. Just some dickhead shit that was like, hope it hope it gets better for you or whatever the fuck. And like, I read that, like, how do you even know what better is for me though? Like, how do you even know what I, my goal was with this? You don't fucking know. Like, you have yeah. no fucking clue. Yeah. But it, I guess what you said just kind of set me off on like a tangent because I'm just like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know, you know? And I'm, I'm right. doing it the podcast because like I said, it started off because that was what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But I do enjoy it now and I do know that there is people that check in every week to see like, right. what's up? What's she doing? Like, right. what's whatever? And I've given the own advice on my own show. Like, it doesn't matter if one person or a billion people are listening. Like, keep fucking going because yeah. you don't know within like, and it's the real, I feel like is a great example because I know for sure their numbers initially weren't the greatest. No. They had cr- Great. They had amazing A1 fucking interviews, but the numbers weren't like there like yeah, that. But lately, they've been fucking hitting home runs at the park every fucking week. Like yeah. Wiz Khalifa, they got. Like they Wiz had Jamal, don't... Jamal in a recent episode. Deadass. They have <laughs> Jamal. No, I'm saying, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, check in with that shit. Like, and like, Wiz doesn't do interviews with just anybody, especially right, right now. Wiz yeah. has been in album mode. Wiz isn't doing shit with anybody. Right, right. And so they've been grabbing these, these level interviews, and I've seen the tweets. Like, the numbers are there to back it. Like, people. 
people are fucking talking. And these guys have been going since me since we started with Joe, me and Joe. Right. Like they probably started a few months after me and Joe did, and that's oh, wow. 2015. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's 2018 right now. Right. So like it took them a minute to catch on, but now they're on. So I say all that to say like I respect if anything in your feeling of stagnation. I respect your consistency that I'm still going. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing. People confuse persistence with not being a part of the process right and so when you do feel stagnant that's when you have to push through the most yeah it is true it's easiest to unplug and easiest to pull away just to be like fuck it right yeah you gotta and so like even with my 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 site right like i started my site again out of the same thing of like yo you give all this great gossip to flex and to whatever else you blog for hot97.com but like you're the writer why aren't you getting those looks and like whatever whatever so i was like cool i'm gonna just start my site just off the strength of like everyone says i should i don't necessarily want to carry my own site but it makes sense i guess whatever but then when i started it i'm like this is really fucking hard because i'm already having to write those exact same stories for flex and for hot 97 and then i'm giving my 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 a third regurgitated version to myself you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying and Mm -hmm. it's only me and i had a couple like two girls shout out to rosa and shout out um to Rissy that were helping me out mm-hmm. but it's still like it's just us we're not getting money off of this site at all or right. whatever but so I did that shit for two years and like as a Leo we're like super anti quit anything cause it's like right we I feel like a failure or whatever yeah. but eventually I was like I literally cannot do this anymore like this is so fucking hard it's taking all my time and energy like if you're doing a site you gotta be on it 24 fucking 7 and so like I stopped doing that after a while and then I felt like a fucking failure I'm like I've yeah. never felt so low like I was really proud of my site. I still am. And then just finally recently, literally a month ago, I realized like I have a website. I was using my Tumblr as my uh, portfolio. Mm -hmm. So I was posting on my like the interviews I do with other outlets and my video shit. I'm like, I'm putting it on there. I'm like, why don't I just put it on my site? Like, that's where it should live. Like, that's what my site should be. Like what I do. And then I went in the last month, it took me a month literally to like transfer everything over. And I changed all like the homepage tabs to like. I'll name this podcast later. Marissa explains it all tab, um, a New Jersey tab, a revolt tab, like just literally to keep up with the shit that I fucking do, a writing tab or whatever. And now I'm like, this is what my site's supposed to be. And like every month I would update my Tumblr previously with my, like what I did for the month that was like noteworthy. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna do that for my site. And now I kind of like finally feel like, and I pay by the way, $60 a month for my host server. So I'm like, now I finally feel like I'm getting my fucking money's worth and $5 for my Marissa at lifeistremendous.com email. So now I get my 65 fucking dollars worth, I guess, for my stupid little fucking lifeistremendous.com. This is sidebar. Squarespace is like $26. I know. and, And I actually transferred over two months ago. But all the little nuances that I have on my site, and I have like a word of the day at the top in the yeah. banner, all these little things that I created did not transfer Those over. Templates yeah. are really yes. weird. Like, yeah. you can't transfer easily. The same woman that had much. actually created my site, shout out to Emily De La Cruz. She transferred it over herself, mm. and just it didn't it didn't translate oh, no. properly. Yeah, it she gets sketchy. Crazy. It gets yeah. real sketchy. I was pissed as hell because I was so happy about saving all that fucking money every month. Right. And like just the way that websites are going now, like there is no cheaper option that I yeah. found than like the sixty dollars stupid server fucking with Liquid Web that I oh, use right now. Was it GoDaddy? Yeah, no, GoDaddy is my host. host. And my server yeah. is Liquid Web. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So it's just, it's fucking sucks dick. But, um, yeah. But I guess my whole point in all that rambling I just did was, like, I'm very confused at the current moment. 
but I know I'm moving in the right direction. And like, we're already in talks for a second book for the book that I just awesome. did, Dope. which is amazing. Very big deal. Yeah, huge Dope. deal. We did very well with the Back first one. Yeah. Kitchen needs new recipes. Yeah. Yo, y'all gotta refresh that. That's and, beautiful. and so cool. But like, I guess I say this to say too for those that are like, also confused like even once you achieve a high level of success or whatever you want to look at what i've done or whatever you get these moments still to this Mm -hmm. day like it it honestly never stops i think because if you look at cardi b and and the things she says i relate to that on a fucking like deep level because you could tell too she's she gets equally frustrated and like emotional the hate comes back and she's like you know i'm proud of this why aren't you why aren't you fucking with it like i fuck with it like i see all that same shit and sorry because i feel like i just rambled and it was this is for all of us it's been on my mind so hard like i've been in a weird place for the last like probably two months but think that you know what you like, ask her what kind of cereal she Jamal likes and she just lets you go before i go one. and tell y'all what my overall goal was for myself you can go but i, I feel like you being in this weird place and then and speaking that truth with your listeners mm-hmm. is the realest shit you could ever do because i was in a very transitional like stagnant place for two years jeez you yeah. know what i mean and that's and real that's fucking real in this industry that's real it's mm-hmm. super real like like my family would always like salute me for keeping a job in mm-hmm. the choice of, of the industry that I wanted to be in, which I'm I'm proud of too. But when you're like not really doing what you feel like is your purpose or what you feel like is meaningful, mm-hmm. it can feel stagnant too, yes. even if it is in your in your mm-hmm. um, career career field. So two years of it and not necessarily knowing how to articulate what it is that's wrong, right? But feeling and what it is that yeah, you want to do to make you? it right. Yeah. Yes, you don't it's know, like, and then you, you feel know, wrong for not knowing. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, and then other people around you. I don't know. For you specifically, like I had other people around me who couldn't understand like my discontent. Yes, they're like, like you, have you, this, you have this, you have this, you have this, you pop and you got forty k on Instagram. I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't mean there's, anything. There's some discontent, yeah. There. And that's it's because you're unaligned with your purpose. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think 100%. that's real, and I think people too often. To be honest with you, we we. We don't have examples that are in media of people who are in the transitional building up phase. Yeah. We kind of see people in their like full package phase. Especially with, and it's, with Instagram. And it's, <laughs> and it's like even on TV, on Instagram, on whatever. And it's like there's this extra pressure to like have it together. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it takes a lot for these people, these artists, these journalists, all these different personalities to get to that yes. understanding of yes. who, what their purpose is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and so. I fuck with the fact that you like was really real about like you figuring it out. Yeah, I'm st- I'm definitely like like I didn't learn my purpose until 2014 and I've said this mm. multiple times when I was talking to Rosenberg and he was like you have a gift of storytelling that yeah. a lot of people don't have and you're very real about it. You should do radio, you should do podcasts. And this was before even in the morning before Joe Budden's podcast and that's what opened the door to both of those op things and that was all Rosenberg because I I always knew I had that knack but didn't realize that was something i can live like that was that's what my gift is and like making people laugh but also making people relate and blah 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 blah. and so like i still know that's my purpose but like how how do i fulfill that purpose it's still exactly and then also make money to fucking live and sustain you know and like yeah and and like i'm cool on that level right now but i don't feel happy about it like how do i make that bigger how do i expand on that and so that's kind of where i'm at now and it's very fucking frustrating for sure but to the public persona it's like and then and then to make it worse 
I have the unlimited Joe Budden trolls that are like, damn, you left Joe Budden's podcast and fell off. I don't see your name anywhere anymore. Mm. Da, 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 da. And it's like, yeah, because I don't have the Hot 97 platform. I don't have the Joe Budden. But like, I am still doing really well. I did a lot of cool things right. that I will forever be fucking proud as fuck And can fuck you like as. say real one time? Because I'm, you know what, I'm an asshole. But like, can you like make it clear that you're making more money than you ever oh, made my God. in I, your whole career? I, the money I see now is like, like I almost want to say disgust, disrespectful. Right. Like, like, like I've, I've literally never on. made this much money in my life and the bills I've paid off in one year is like, holy fuck. Right. Like I'm so proud of myself. It's like, I, I can't even right. like, I could cry. Like it, like I've made, I've never made this much money and like, being me honestly like i don't do much right nothing i like yeah you got hired based off that exactly like these these trolls like they don't understand like maybe if you're not like all up on the tv and like i sound like shig knight right now but like if you just because you're not all up in the videos don't mean that your checks ain't clear right exactly that that don't mean that (laughs) someone literally said that one time like damn bitch you fell off i was like okay well cool watch me on diddy's tv channel you can pick up my book on amazon right fucking now and you can get my podcast on itunes she pronounced amazon that's how you know she's getting money (laughs) the amazon Oh, and she he pronounced the O. And he was like, fuck. he's like, well, I never heard of your book. And I was like, well, here's a link, baby. Maybe that's because you're illiterate. One. Right. That's like, you're illiterate. just because you never heard don't mean it's not happening. Right. Like, that's a whole separate conversation. And again, your mama like, can't read and your father got to point the, at the words as he goes along the page. And yes. it's so funny because the the um, the um young man that I was saying that I did the interview with on his podcast recently that had me like thinking about all this stuff. He had said something like, you know, like, what, what do you think you would have done if you stayed on the Joe Biden podcast? Because now, like, ever since, like, it's bigger than it ever was. And, like, he said he meant it in the, in the nicest intentions. Mm-hmm. But what I got back from it was, like, yeah, you left and now it's way bigger and, like you're not contributing to that like how do you feel that it's fucking doing so good and you're not there and like that kind of ate me alive too and i told i was like i was like it's also funny that like i've been able to be so calm about seeing this this rapid success of it because it's it's fucking killing and like props and like it shocks me that i don't sit home and like fucking cry over it because i would have thought while i was on it if someone would have told me like by the way you're gonna get fired and it's gonna get 10 times bigger right i would have fucking died died if someone t- like that that fucking slices like the yeah. your heart yeah. and i've surprisingly done so well with it but i can't sit here and lie and be like but it's totally cool i don't wish that level of success for myself like of course i want that i want that platform i want all that shit but like right. but as a friend and as as another woman like that wasn't my place to you have to live in your truth yeah your purpose yeah and you're doing what you need to do for yourself exactly you can, you can make another person's dream come true or mm-hmm. you can make your dream exactly come true. yeah and so you might see like it's a longer road mm-hmm. you know there's some you know hills and whatnot and it's like harder yeah but like at least you're going for you yeah and you're not, not making building someone up else. someone else's shit you know what i mean and yeah. that's like that shit like it means way more in the long I run i 100 percent fucking agree for sure yeah well put so well put. yeah that's me. Sorry, guys. I think I rambled, but yes, okay. that's where I am. No, no worries at all. So, it's what about you, Jamal? Like, since we started until now, like, what do you think about your long term in the career choices you made, and what you're trying to do for your for your future? Um, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm. I mean, I'm in the. I think not the same boat that I was before because I'm decidedly more employed with decidedly, decidedly more prospects more employed. Uh, and decidedly less, maybe not decidedly less depression, but decidedly better channeled depression. You and 
wear depression really well. Well, wow. thank you very much. Um, uh, yes, I wear it around my midsection. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but uh, I, I'm um, I'm in a uh, just in a clearer space and just a, a more honest space, just in terms of channeling and utilizing the that which has been posed against me, that which I've taken as far more than I needed to. And, you know, just my marching orders moving forward. Like, I'm not, I'm not beholden to my struggle. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, I'm not going to fall victim to it. Yeah. Uh, but I, I've important. used it to fuel me. Uh, like, I've, out of grad school, I've always had a job. Hello. Um, and so, like, getting fired was weird for me. Like, right. I, it was a strange time. And. Shit fucked me up. Like, yeah. just honestly, like, it fucked me up. And, like, I, it put me in a place where, like, I'm was finding other talents and thinking, all right, maybe this isn't for me. And not finding right. other talents, but utilizing other talents. Yeah, and, yeah. like, so like, the podcast came along at the perfect time. Because I was like, all right, I get to talk shit every week. And, like, we started to pick up steam. We built an audience. And then for that to Ugh. not be taken away, but, no, for, the but par- yeah. for, for things to shift yeah. was a weird. But then that shifted at a time where things were changing for me professionally. Um, and so now I'm in a place where, you know, projects are presenting themselves where it's where my voice is being asked for, but where things are also going well professionally. But I think now I have the specific kind of like the specific wherewithal to not lose sight of the fact that things can be gone in a moment's notice. And that's yeah. not anything that I've ever considered before, yeah. just because I've either always had a job or always had an outlet. Right. So I've right. never I've not once ever thought that, you know. Yo, that's so real because I guess the same for me. I've always had a job and an outlet because yeah. I grew up at Hot and then I had Joe and I never realized like there'll be a time where you don't have a big ass. Where you don't like, have either. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know? like, so we're both like, cool and I get to interview right. like some amazing people, but let's call a spade a spade. It's not a huge outlet. Right. Like no one's checking for that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's a little bit like I've got, I mean, I interviewed fucking Jaden Smith. I've interviewed like huge names, but that doesn't. His like, dad is amazing on IG amazing. for the record. Will Smith is kind of, shout out yeah. to Jaden, but your pops is the best thing that happened. <laughs> but like, so you know what I'm like saying? Button. Like I've had like cool ass shit. Right. And like, I've done, like I said, Diddy's house on New Year's Eve. Like how do you, Big. that's fucking no, lit. You, you're, you've had more than your fear, but I think to know that, you know. Not even to know that it could be taken away because that's very that's a very tragic outlook on yeah. things. But to know that like it's not it's all promised. Fleeting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like and that's that's a specific brand of insight that I have now, which is you know, it helps to inform my decisions moving forward. Professionally, um, extracurricularly, personally, like it, it lets me know that, you know, there's not one thing that I need to hold on to or yeah. need to kind of stay tethered to that yeah. can't be without me not even me being without it that can't survive without me like there's no one thing and i think that's the key is to find those things that specifically need your energy those things that feed off of you the way you feed off of them and you know to find as much in your life that's self-sustaining as possible facts so that's That's where i am professionally and otherwise that's a fact oh my god i miss this group so much and our intelligent conversations (laughs) and just like what we do and say Alex and his Paddington so wait, bear fucking sweater. Are gonna... We should try to. I didn't go yet. So you want to go last? Okay, cool. 
Yeah, I missed this conversation. Alex is going to give us like a Jerry Springer time, final thought. Like we're kind of like one and the same. In the yeah, sense that just like we're all struggling to figure it out in these industries. That but we're we also like are gainfully employed. Yeah, and still, and still not busy, satisfied. But we're still with, like yeah. figuring it out. Right. So for right. me, when we started the podcast up until now, a lot has changed in my life. But one thing that I could say that really, really stands out is just like me figuring me out a little mm-hmm. bit better. Um, you know, we used to talk about this. Like I wasn't necessarily the most... Uh, out there and like you know i was pretty much shy in like my own world and working behind the scenes and not necessarily like on a platform mm-hmm. so i had to get past that anxiety and like that nervousness and and speaking to people and now i feel very comfortable mm-hmm. speaking to people that i don't know um i think that for me when when we first started the podcast i felt like I just didn't know where I was going and I just wanted to be attached to a big brand name mm-hmm. and make a lot of money. And Same. that was like my motivator. Yeah. Any company. I think that now that I've been been able to like go through certain experiences and losses and whatnot, mm-hmm. I realized how important hip hop culture, um, black culture, um, stories that mean a lot to me and my community matter to me and I want to always dedicate the rest of my career and be in an environment that I can get those stories out get those stories like, yep. out and be a part of contributing that exactly to the good. yeah exactly so for me I'm not looking for just any old company that has like a highbrow name I'm looking to be at a company where my voice is going to be heard but also Go gonna push where it. you're appreciated exactly. I think that's such a and we and sorry I don't mean okay. to but we tend to trade so much of what matters to us for the sake of a steady paycheck right. or for the sake of the prestige of a building that we're in that we say, oh, well, I'm at Revolt or, oh, I'm at E1 or, oh, I'm at yeah. VH1. Yeah. And we tend to exchange so much of what we hold dear mm-hmm. for the sake of the kind of the honor of the name that's attached exactly. to yeah. these outlets that we're now attached to. Right. And so like you have to you have to stay. You have to kinda like know where you fit in. And the only way that you know that is by knowing yourself and Mm -hmm. knowing your purpose. So for me, I'm a social media professional right now. In my long term future, I would love to be a multi platform storyteller that's producing documentaries and films and TV, but content that I feel like is very, very important for the social media audience first. Mm -hmm. And then how it's broadened is how it's broadened. So that's my long term goal and what I'm working towards. But to the point, I need to be strategically in places that my voice and my vision can be heard yes. and, and and valued. And for myself individually as a person, because I think also you, when you work in this industry, you get so consumed with being in this industry yeah. and, you know, being immersed in it. And sometimes a lot of people like forget who they are mm-hmm. and their other aspects of their life. And for me, like, I realized, you know, I had a lot of losses in my family within the last, you know, year or so. And it's more than just this. You know what I mean? So I've been, like, aggressively saving money and aggressively looking into other avenues of income, like real estate and just other things that I can do with myself to be an owner. Because I feel like when you don't own anything, you really don't have true freedom, you know? And I don't want to, like just have a good job and like even be creative and then die. I want to Dude, have legacy. Yes. You know, I want to like contribute to commu- my community and my family. And you know, it matters to me. 
And I think so, about that shit all the time. I'm working towards that. And and girl, like I've been I've been trying to save a thousand dollars a month. That's what I want to be on too. And You're it's hard. Hero, I've been aggressively it's hard. But I've been putting that money towards paying shit off a thousand a month. Over a thousand a month. It's but super like, ambitious. And because yeah. I have shit to pay off, so I'm trying to pay off debt. Get and my save. credit up and save at yeah, the same time. And sometimes you got to choose one and pay bills yeah. and pay bills and live and you know yeah go out. Sometimes I get your credit up and pay your bills are at opposite ends of the yeah, scope. Yeah, my it name. is because like, I done yeah. improved my credit, but I don't let that Verizon FiOS take a little breather but for you, but a you second. Know what? <laughs> I didn't raise. I didn't yeah. raise that. It's kind of at seven ten. Doesn't hit seven twenty you know, in the yeah. No, nah, yeah, it's nah. very compromising at times. Because like, Verizon gonna got, take about four months to report that back to a bureau. I so. just got <laughs> PayPal increased my credit limit by like five thousand, and fucking City Cards has increased my credit limit by like eight thousand, and I'm like, bro, I was just ready. say no, my nigga. So now I'm at 18k credit limit on city cards. I'm like, bruh, mm-hmm. I like I don't even want this amount of money available to me. But no, nah, to your point, like it's definitely and like and then when you when you're making that money and you're in already a creative space, you start feeling like, all right, cool. Well, well I got a yeah, I got a good I'm job good. with a name right. and I'm making a lot of money and I'm paying shit up. But it's like, no, I'm not doing anything satisfying to myself. Right. And then with in my position, it's like. I meet people every day that are like, oh, Marissa, like you're such a name. You're such an influencer. Why aren't you doing influencer things? Why isn't Revolt using you in a way that, and I'm like, I don't have a fucking answer. I don't know. I don't, I, like, I'm, I would love to do influencer things. I would love to have, to be able to tell you Revolt is using me in the right capacity, but I don't, I don't fucking have an answer. Like, they're like, why aren't you hosting a TV show? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Why don't you ask the world that has TV shows? They like, have uh, such a um, <laughs> skewed vision of how it works. Everybody yeah. from outside has all the yeah, answers. Yeah, but like, like, but like it <laughs> doesn't, it never helps you when you're already feeling that inside and then you're like everyone's validating those insecure feelings that you already have for yourself you You know know what what takes away everybody's validation everything and keeps the conversation so bloody honest is when things are going really well when things are clicking and hitting on all cylinders Mm -hmm. and the question that i've been forced to ask myself what if it's gone tomorrow right because been right like where i thought things were going well and Shit was gone tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Where does that put you? What are you doing to set Yo. yourself up? What do you have? Like, what's yeah. your next step? That was yeah. like right before Most I got evicted income. from my apartment and I and I stopped fucking with Joe or whatever. It was June 2016 and I was living the life. Like, I had like eight hosting gigs paid, all, all of them paid or whatever. Because, you know, sometimes you take a hosting gig just for the look right. of the flyer. Right. But you're not getting paid for that shit. I had all that shit lined up. Get you know I'm on Joe's podcast. I'm I'm doing e bro. I'm out here living like my body's no right. Sign that shit is gonna stop. Shit's lit as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like like I'll hear because to me I associate music with how I was feeling in that period. Mm-hmm. So I listen to music from June tw- 2016. My playlist from that month, and I'll be like, damn, I was a happy ass bitch. Like when I hear that music, I get happy just like I was yeah. in that time period. And but like the thing that fucks me up is like I hate when people say like don't take anything for granted. Like I never did. I always felt blessed every single day. Like I'm so thankful for these opportunities that I have. Like thank you God. I prayed every day. I was thankful. I never was like yeah bitch I'm lit. Fuck you. I never was that person. And it still can get taken away any fucking second. Did it by myself? Yeah. Like I never was that person. I always said Rosenberg did this for me. Laura looked out for me. Ebro looked out for me. Joe looked out for me. I felt that Mm -hmm. every day. Never felt that I did anything alone ever never felt entitled to what i got always felt like holy shit can't believe i'm here pinch myself every day and it's you can still lose that shit you know what i'm saying like so like you you gotta live for you yeah you gotta do what's best for you yeah Mm -hmm. and like we're gonna 
I think we're all going to thrive in the industry that we are I, in. I 100% think so, And we're so going to be here and it's 10, ebb and flow. 20, ebb 30 and flow. years. Yeah. It's going to be ebb and flow. But at the end of the day, like, you have to do what's right for you and what's mm-hmm. going to sustain you. And, yep. like, I always remember when Jamal told me that he was a homeowner. He didn't really go into detail about being a homeowner. But it kind of inspired me and felt made me feel like I, I too, can... You do it. I can yeah. branch out and have more mm-hmm. than just like collect my check, live check to check, spend my travel money on sometimes. travel sometimes, yeah. spend my money on, on fly food on the gram and, yeah, and right. clothes, a little bag and, here and there, and yeah, and like be fancy and then like, but don't really have I could no go to assets. Home Depot on my off days too, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Buy whatever tile I want. I mean, I got a power drill. Any knobs? I know what the drywall hitting for. I do what I want. Yo, but I'm not going to lie. When me and Mike moved this time and I was able to go to Home Depot and go crazy and all that shit because when we moved the first time, Them I Home had Home no Depot money. trips be empowering. They're so empowering. I was like, yo, I got Damn. money. You feel like an adult. <laughs> yeah. Like a full-fledged adult. Yo. Like I'm still like adjusting to this adult thing, Right. I'm, I'm still Home adjusting. Home Depot like validates I'm still it. adjusting to having money. I'm like, walked, I'm not used to having money. This is crazy. <laughs> I walked into power, into power. I walked into Home Depot and spent a band on some shit I didn't need. Bro, I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, I, I spend got bands on shit I don't need all the time. That, and I'm like, like, how do I have this yeah. money? Thank you, God. Guys, like, I went to London and Italy back in December with my best friend who's a flight attendant. A private flight attendant, as okay. you guys already know, and um, she ain't never hooked up the buddy pass, so she don't exist. To she's us. a private flight attendant. She does buddy pass. She's she's flying private. I mean, I fly private too. And um, we found a luxury <laughs> outlet mall <laughs> in Florence, Italy. Luxury mm-hmm. outlet. Don't threaten luxury me with outlet that time. mall that had Gucci, Prada, all of the. I thought Italian- you said Gucci. That's when you yeah. caught the nigga and me. Gucci I was too. gonna be out there. He's on. They do. They have all that there, right? Girl, Put your phone let down, me tell yo, y'all. Let it... I didn't even know because I, 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 I didn't. This is real. I got fired from my last job for some stupid shit. Oh, I can relate to that. Go on. And then uh, I'll I got triple accept, that. And then can I also? The, the, the day after I got fired from my job, I got a freelance job. That was like very high paying. But didn't your family also say like you stay with a job? So they, they also they, know, they so always like they because I was feeling this. sad for myself and they were like you stay with a job you good right. da, 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 da. and then um, Crystal was like meet me in Italy and um in London whatever in whatever Italy. and so I had the freelance job that was paying me good money and then my offer for my current job at VH1 came through and like checks started coming through like severance checks whatever 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 and so while I'm in while I'm in Italy. And y'all, I dropped at least six thousand dollars. Okay. Oh, fuck. The money that I didn't like even that. know I had. You got it like that. After getting fired from a job and worrying where my next check is gonna come from, then I went to uh, Europe Another and dropped. Another fucking country got a passport fucking stamp. Exactly, and, and dropping dropped. my money on European brands that I probably don't need to be buying. Why? Oh, they can see. It's just. It's just. Option three, no one knows him. Right. It's fine. This right. is this was a yeah. no option. Um, I was but just, you just never know. Like my point is that you never know. Like what God has in store for you. I believe in God. I, I believe right in everything for a reason too. Everything for a reason. When I got fired, I was like, all right, whatever. Like you know, I was like not even shook for the first time. And right. that's I wanted to, to bring that up. I, I thought about that. I got fired from my last job for some stupid shit, and I wasn't I shook when it happened. About it. Right. I that, wasn't shook. That, that like, was me with the Joe Budden podcast. I wasn't shook. Yeah. Because I was just like, God wants this. This is what it's right. supposed to be. What's next? And Period. I had a similar moment to like when you were shopping. Um, because I was like I was feeling down and I'd like 
I was fired and I was just looking for some place, some way to like release. Yeah. And so like I found myself um, and like I, I was just like I was faced with all these choices mm-hmm. and the woman comes out and she's like, OK, do you want the midget, the Puerto Rican? Or I hate you. I knew, I knew it. I, like, <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I knew this was a setup for a fucking joke, and I was like, "I'm gonna ride this out he because he might so really sincere. be serious." But he there was like, a, so there was sincere. such a fifty-fifty chance that he was fucking talking. Nonsense. And so I thought I could only afford the I midget, not realizing the midget so cost the most. Fucking much. But I hate. Him. I didn't even have to check my banking. I, I didn't have to check my you. bank app when Alex, I. Alex, <laughs> come tell us what your aspirations are. <laughs> Y'all ruined a perfectly good gag, just for the record. <laughs> no, that was good. That was Thank great. <laughs> so. Where are you? <laughs> Interesting. I'm in the same place I was. Where are you at? Reporting live from the trap. I know this. <laughs> huh? Where are you? I'm in Manhattan. I told you. Are you going to this club shit you was going to? Wow. Goodbye. The- Goodbye. Goodbye. I'm tired of dealing with trap d- dudes. Anyway, go on. <laughs> you let me know if you want to cut that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll keep that all in. Let's just be uh, real. Oh, FaceTime me back. Hold on. Sorry. All right. Hello? Yes? I'm going to be wherever you're going to be at. I was telling you, I'll meet you where you at. Like, just let me know. So then text me the address and I'll meet you there. All right, bye. God, dummy. That's no option That's three. That's boyfriend up. number three. That was the club uptown. <laughs> when the other two dudes okay. are busy, and you're the one on that I call on. <laughs> That might be too much. Of <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's way nope, too many fine. indicators. Fine. All right, dope. It's fine. All right, so when I just mother two cats don't hit. Talking. I can't sing boyfriend number three. No, let Alex oh, talk. Just, hey, some background music. So, by the talk. way, Alex is our producer. He started as our producer from day one. Well, it was him and uh, Mike. Mike. There we go. Ooh, and um. And then, um, but Alex was like doing video shit for us, and then he kind of just transitioned into the role. And then, like, even still, even when when I moved over to LA, and like, obviously, we couldn't like all record as a crew. He still he does the artwork every week, which is hilarious because we were talking about this a few weeks ago. Like, yeah, he's a cop who doubles as a artwork guy. <laughs> and uh, Alex also wears sweaters right. fit for a character from a children's book. <laughs> what's that? What's that fucking Alex something bear? He paddings and bear. Paddings yes, and bear. Yes. Paddings and bear. Breakup. So I gotta like boost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alex is, is yeah, he yeah. makes a good salary. Alex is out here yeah. fucking living mad, multifaceted. Um, but yeah, so Alex has been part of this crew since day fucking one, and it's hilarious how multifaceted he is. And now go on with your life. Go. Well, thank you, Marissa. You're welcome. Um, no, nah, I wanted to start saying like how envious I am of the three of you okay. because what? this industry is crazy. Like, is. I hear stories that you guys tell me, and it bugs me out. Mm-hmm. I've been conditioned growing up to just like get that safety job. Mm-hmm. So like right now I work for the state and like, you know, I have a guaranteed pension and all that type of things. Right. And it's like I've never once tried to take the chance up until now to take the chance of just like putting myself out there. And mm-hmm. you really your personality is what drives your success, which yeah. is kind of dope like in my eyes yeah yeah so 
like I picked up a camera for the first time three years ago. Mm-hmm. And since then, I was working with like Sife. I reached out to him in a DM. I was working for, with him for a little bit. Uh, apparently, in hip hop, people don't really pay. So uh, I Facts. was interning. Yeah. I mean, with that's how Cypher it goes. That's how it goes. Welcome know? to the world. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, we come from that. Like, we've done yeah, that for like, so long. With Like, for years, I've done that. I still do free shit to this day, 2018, see, and I'm established as fuck. I've been approached to do shit that I've been paid for. Where I was like, all right, well, I guess I could just do it for the love. Like, I've had friends approach me, like, hey, I need a favor. I was like, yeah, I got you. They're yeah. like, oh, by the oh, way, I'm, I'm paying. And I was like, all right, bet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, see, and build that, those build those relationships, that's man. That's a completely and don't understand a form that, of shit. that was yeah. completely new to yep. me. It's like, hey, you do work, you get paid for it, and so that was like brand new. Yeah. But it's like me, I was like still very green to the whole situation, and like having the access and uh, meeting people and networking, like it was worth it to me. So it's mm-hmm. like, it, and that's how I yeah. look at everything. Yeah. yeah. So basically, working with him, that was great, and then I reached out to you via yep. DM. Yep. Because I was working on a project that I won't talk about because I still want to uh, do that it, project. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then that's how we build a connection. Mm-hmm. And then I started on your pod. But like since then, like I have to thank you guys mm. because Don't. it went from me just like filming your podcast to you guys like saying, hey, why don't you try producing it? Mm-hmm. Like giving me that confidence to be like, hey, you know what? I do have good ideas or I am capable of doing more. And like that birth, like just the fire in me to you like. You never like, like realize yeah. how important someone giving you a chance and seeing your Absolutely. potential that you don't see yeah. how much that means. And like, I guess to your point of like you saying that's what we did with you, empowered yeah. you, I guess is the word. Yeah. Like Rosenberg doing that to me did the same thing. Like, yeah. and that meant to me forever, I will relate that exact one moment to the rest of my career like that's what inspired me to realize that is what i should be doing Yo, that's what and, i can do and i'm capable and of And that's exactly what happened and like since then it's like no and i, I love watching you bro like you've been doing so many like you you know it, alex for for further reference like he does flavoring too he does the camera stuff for that part of that you're part of um, someone tweeted yeah. me and was like hey is alex your cop friend also uh <laughs> what is it horrible decisions horrible podcast decisions. yeah he does that too um brilliant idiots yeah like yeah. You're yeah. you're fucking like killing the pocket, and it's so cool because I'm like literally words is arms like started from the bottom like yeah, it's like you know up. like yeah. it's so cool like let me ask you a question so let, let me ask you if you um found some type of security in a in a role at one of these podcast networks or just doing like video and producing and content would you actually leave your secure job with a pension to pursue a full time and go full throttle. So that's like the dilemma I'm having just about every day. Because like right now at this point, I'm making about the same at both jobs. Oh, wow. So I've almost like doubled my salary. Like things are going pretty good. And I believe I speak for us all when I say you're welcome because <laughs> early on I Alex was you. very shaky with the production. Oh my god. He was he wasn't shaky, he was over eager. Alex would print out thirty five pages of notes. <laughs> For our podcast. Oh, my God. He, he had, like, yeah. emails were way too detailed. They had all the headers in them. Like, you know, absolutely. He was diligent. He was diligent. Yeah. But Alex Alex absolutely came to the each week where, like, Mike would print out, like, three pages. 
Alex came with like, yeah, exactly. Shit's was like cut off halfway. Alex came with like a bound Kinko's copy. Like spiral bound, full shit, like uh, the yeah, full man, run of I show. Was hungry. No, I was I, hungry. I, I respect and I, that. I just man. didn't respect. even understand how this industry works. So I'm yeah. just like, right. you know what? It was literally I'm throwing starting shit at a little wall, bit late. So yeah. I gotta like prove myself. Mm. And, um, yeah, it never felt thirsty. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's what's up. I, I always worried, like, oh shit, let me not come up come across too strong and like, like even was... still you'll always be like is that okay is it and i'm always yeah, like yeah, yeah. Dude, always no. I always like so yeah no nah, i just wanted to say that like i really thank you three because this is where i started and i was so gassed to be able to host you all-star weekend i was like finally i can fucking give back to him like oh, oh my god man. like literally oh, i was so happy you. that you asked me to like crash with us i was like yes fucking yes like i just wanted to be able to do something for you you. because i felt like you've done so much for me like like that literally made my fucking life that i was able and it made me even more happy that like even though it's weird that like we never connected that whole weekend (laughs) like i really felt even more happy that like yeah he did his he was on he was doing his thing he had shit he had work shit so that actually made me more happy like i want you to know this is literally not contingent on like because you're my friend we're supposed to hang out like it's literally like this is your place to stay whenever you need a place to stay like that's how i felt like it so like i I was so happy to to, like vulnerable (laughs) (laughs) i've had (laughs) i've had to stay in a hotel every time i've been in la so that's never that speaks that speaks highly for alex's i want you to know because i've i've absolutely stayed in a hotel no. every single time Look, no to the- me it's so, like it it, it um, it's like an honor to host my friends like for no, real any friend like it's a true honor because i feel like like y'all all have contributed to my life in, in so many fucking ways Tune, fix your fucking breasts. yeah tuna's it's so big playing with her boobs i gained weight and like my tits are like now a d size and i don't know how to hack like now i have d's oh nice i can't Before i, mean, I had i've always c's. had d's so i can't relate I to like, like that fucked difference up a perfectly feeling. good moment for marissa with your Sorry. it was very inspiring i mean all i was saying was i love to be able to help in any way i can and, and sometimes it's not monetary because like yeah i make money but i also have like a thousand billion trillion fucking billion bills to pay uh-huh. or whatever but i love to be able to offer any small or large opportunity that i can to my friends and like give them whatever whether it be a free place to stay or it be like with taylor like i was telling you guys the story earlier i was so happy to even fucking like that where my drunk ass led him to help, like he got to meet at least Steph and right, Aisha absolutely. and Andre, nah, like put him in a position. Yeah, and like obviously it was bullshit. Like he still shouldn't have had, like he didn't have to leave the fucking party. Like he should have been partying and having a good fucking time, and he yeah. still did that shit. And like meeting a celebrity or two doesn't fucking equal like the shit, the, how much he held me down. But you don't know how much it means to that person, right? Like, and it's you... still, but it, and it meant a lot to me that at least at the very fucking least that he got mean, to meet yeah. some dope people that he fucks with. Like that absolutely. meant a lot to yeah. me, and that's also like what will inspire him to keep going. Yeah. Because a lot of people drop off. And like I told you guys earlier. Like what Alex said, they'd rather get a job that's a little bit more consistent and and stable. It's just too much work. A lot of of the work that we have done Mm -hmm. to get this far and we got a long way to go. That's old school shit. That's old school shit. Like we had to play the game. We had to like build relationships. But like I told y'all earlier, like I have not seen what I see in Taylor and honestly Joyce too. Taylor and Joyce. Joyce. Shout out to Joyce. I look at the camera. I love you. And I didn't think I, I could love someone one from Instagram, <laughs> but like I lo- really love she her. She is the most, but like her Joyce and Taylor, is one. Joyce like is one. Joyce is like in her own little fucking planet and still goes so fucking hard. And Taylor has like the work ethic that we discussed earlier, yeah. just like that that unprecedented, like what we saw in our time of like 
walk to Brooklyn for cheesecake vibe. Like, just get the fucking job done. Like, that is Taylor. And, like, it's so fire to, like... Like it's such an honor to to know someone like that, honestly. And it's like, probably like being reinvigorated. It is, and like and like I swear, like my my lips to God's ears. I try so hard not to even. To, obviously, I'm never gonna take advantage of that because right. like yeah. right. he offers it where I could, and I never want to. Like I just want to use it to a point of like. Let's get let's get you out here. Let's get this popping or whatever. But like, yeah, exactly. But I don't want you to ever feel like I'm taking advantage of your kindness and your willingness to fucking work and learn. And like, I want and yeah, and like, I want like any little little any tiny little alley oop I get. Like, I want to be able to give it to him. Like, I want him to thrive off of that shit. Like, he he's gonna live forever. Like, and just like you think that he's like a bit of a unicorn in terms of the sense of level of work ethic, Mm -hmm. you are a bit of a unicorn as well in terms of your leadership style and not like taking advantage because as we all know like this industry is like <laughs> yeah. very rough very yeah. yep. you know yeah. like, a lot of people take advantage so yeah. give yourself a credit and pat it on the back for Salute not like you. not like taking what you've learned and like trying to apply and being it. bitter by it too yeah. also and right. being like pay for what i did you know what exactly. i'm saying yeah yeah because i've met a fucking couple assholes like that yeah. <laughs> take the lessons you've learned teach them to others yeah and tune in next week. Wow. So this Love is you guys. It. Wow. I wanted to. This is we, a good reunion can we, episode. Can we, can we go back to like recording online? I, miss I think we'll so eventually much. all be yeah. in LA, to be honest with uh, you. Yeah. And we'll just pick up where we left off. I miss this so much. Doesn't mean we can't get a few online episodes. Yeah, I honestly feel like maybe maybe out. like once a month that'll be like the yeah. we should do that. Because we'll like this to me was so refreshing. Like, <sighs> wow. This is actually the first time Marissa's ever done an episode where she hasn't been the one to talk about the time. Wow. Wait, wait, wait. But You're right. That I haven't like checked about like, like oh, we've okay, been well, doing we're at an yeah, hour. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, this might be. No, I miss, yeah. I miss this a lot. I really did miss this. This felt yeah. good. This felt good. This felt like is, I was home. It, let me, I'm sorry. I'm just uh, so inquisitive. I'm it. so inquisitive. I'm but like, do you find it, now that you're in LA, you've been there for about a year now. A year, yeah. Do you find it harder to have like deep, meaningful conversations with LA, with people in LA that you're just meeting? Because LA does have a reputation of being like surface. What's crazy is, and I just told someone this last night. I don't remember who I was talking to because I'm drunk right now. And I was probably drunk last night. But um, uh, I I think, and as cliche as it sounds, the real recognized real, I fucking hate that phrase. But I have been so blessed with being associated with equally real people that I've never felt the whole LA is so fake vibe because I've had those people that I've, yeah, that I've been able to have. And like, I have my, I have an LA tribe. Like I have a tribe of girlfriends that are real fucking deal. And some are LA based, some are from out of town that moved to LA, but like real fucking like hardcore, understand it, ride or die. And like, we do shit together and it's, and it's dope. And I have men out there too. Not, not just like sexual on a, on a real like friend friends. base. Yeah. Right. And like, I have a real circle of people that are real fucking human beings that aren't that superficial LA shit. So like, I get it. I've seen the superficial LA shit, but like God, like God has been looking over me, my team and like, you know, my team of angels and all that. Like I've, I've been able, I've been blessed to have the right circles that I, I don't feel trapped in that shitty. Yeah. That mindset. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And I think that that's a great way to, you know, feel inspired. Yeah, it is. It really, it truly is. And they empower me. Like they literally be, they'll tell me like, you know, you're, you're going to get more. You'll, this is, Whatever, yeah. you know, it's like it's like the right conversations. But yeah. also, like, you know yourself. More. Yeah, 
And so it's not like Marissa going to L.A. when she's 22. Right. Because, bruh. Yeah, because I know me. And that's, like, another thing, too, about the industry. Like, you know, I, I know that I want to be out here more and do more. But I also know myself now. And I also know, like, I like I love my alone time. And I don't want to be with anyone a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I just like me. And, and so it is cool to, like, learn what, what's good for me, what's bad for me, what's healthy for me, what's not healthy, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Learn and embrace your boundaries. Exactly. Embrace them. Good shit. Can you, what? what no, guys? Joyce is mine. Hi, Joyce. You're so cute. <laughs> She's 21, right? Yeah, wait, what did Alex say? Like, tell Joyce I said hi. Yeah, he's he he, he trying to holler at Joyce. <laughs> I'm protecting Joyce from all yo, the fuck boys. Yo, dead ass. He asked me earlier. So he wait, was Alex like, yo, your friend with now? the feet. Like, who does she, what kind of guys does she not, like? <laughs> he's not like a guy who Joyce should be. All right, with. well, we've hit the section of the show because where two stars hating. All right, come on. I got to go see boyfriend number three. So we're going to sign Boyfriend number three. Goodbye. I love you, Joyce. Bye, y'all. Love y'all. Bye. When you ain't got no other options, I hope you call on me.